Hi. Hi. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Can you? Breaking yeah. news, Dawn. <laughs> we are each wearing one AirPod. This is like budget Aww. podcasting over here. Oh, that's tough. wonderful. We should move this table in so the microphone's closer to us. Can you hear Friends us? Are tough. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. perfectly. You, you sound great. You guys sound great. Great. Thanks, Thanks for wearing your headphones. To stop, yeah. um, I was holding it and moving it around. <laughs> It sounded like no, a windstorm. I can hear you fine. Talk to me, Mark. Perfect. Say something. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> Yabba dabba do. Beauty, beauty. Are we, and I only Mark, say that Mark, because Mark. I, real, I realized that um, Booth and Temperance both kind of look like Neanderthals a little bit. What? <laughs> <laughs> As I was rewatching I mean, the episode, they're always talking they to each other like this. Square. <laughs> Greg is so upset like, about what's oh. what's with all this talking and they talk with each other like so close especially They're that like, one scene where hey, she's trying to convince on? him <laughs> yeah. she's like just just pretend you know all these hey, details and he woke on? up <laughs> like hey let's Greg just... your vi- your visual jokes are excellent thank you <laughs> they are <laughs> I don't, another, I don't have another. I don't. I don't have a right mask. I do have a mask up here. I do have masks. I have some art. Oh god! He's no gonna, one okay. talks that close. That's not real. No. They must I have know. needed it for the frame, like to get them in the frame. I just watched the episode again because I I wanted so to we. be. I didn't want it to be the best possible podcaster ever. <laughs> we appreciate that. We actually You're just great. rewatched it. We also just rewatched it. Are you well. serious? Yeah. <laughs> And it's now my fifth time falling asleep. Mark oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly was nudging me too. She was, how we sit on the L couch. She like taps her, taps her foot on my stomach, on my chest. <laughs> Between the side yeah. of the stomach and the chest. Yeah. It's only this episode though. This show is great, but this episode is a little bit dry. Yes. Cat out of the bag, everyone. This episode sucks. Hard. <laughs> Well, it's just because <laughs> the last episode ended like with such a bang that it was oh, like, man. okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then this no. episode started and I was like, oh, okay. That's no, cool. it was like a, like a filler episode. That's just yes. like, kind of like, let's reacquaint ourselves with these characters. And, and introduce also, some new ones. Well, yes, obviously. An boss. exciting new character, actually. Very. And one of my faves. Why don't we just welcome everyone into the fold? We're having a very exciting Let's season two premiere of Bones. <laughs> welcome to Squintcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Brittany. And I'm with Mark. us today, we have, oh, sorry, with us, we have, who's that? Who's that? Say that again. It's Mark. <laughs> and uh, what's your middle name, last name, social insurance number? I'm just kidding. Don't say those things. <laughs> and who else is here? And Gregory. <laughs> i've yes. never heard your full name before it said like yeah. gregory <laughs> that's what my mom it. calls me when i'm in trouble she's <laughs> gregory what did you do <laughs> gregory you don't bring back tiller i need yeah. my tiller <laughs> oh my god 
she's gonna start listening to this people are gonna <laughs> warn her about the tiller oh, no. oh the way i slam slovenians in the show don't worry i'm the one who's gonna be on everybody's naughty list don't worry <laughs> no way oh my god and so, today we're talking about season two episode one what's it called it is called i had it right here ah scroll 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 tighten on the tracks tighten on the tracks and what's so special about today Brittany? what's happening well, there's all these people here we are having our partners guest star with us mm -hmm. <laughs> And we're going to chat about this episode and other things. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we were catching up because it's been a while. It's been a while since we've talked. It's been a while. So. It has. <laughs> it's and been we were crazy. talking about uh, Lil Wayne. So we were talking about Lil Wayne, who is an amazing, amazing, amazing baby. Mm. He is going to be nine months in a couple days, which is crazy. Wow. That is wow. crazy. He is super on the move. So crawling, crawling stairs, which we didn't know he was capable of because we live in a condo. But now that we're in a house, he can do that. That's cool. So uh, you're already in the house with the with the nine month old. Almost. Um, so we're going to actually move, move in two weeks. Very nice. But yeah, That's he's, exciting. It's so exciting. It's so, so exciting. It's just how's all that going? A lot. Who's painting? Who's painting? We are hiring a painter because excellent. Excellent. Tell me, Mark. His name's what? Hector. <laughs> and he's pretty intense. He's so intense. Really? Yeah. Was this somebody your dad knows? No. Hector. I, your dad can get a deal. He can get a deal. He knows Hector. I almost called him Narcos. Narcos. Oh, no. <laughs> and I. So our, our <laughs> both of our brother-in-laws suggested him because they, they both have used him before our real estate agent, which is who is our brother-in-law. A bunch of his clients have used him. Like everyone is like so happy. He's like very meticulous. Like apparently he pointed out like this like grain of rice size little like oh thing God. in the or grain little, of sand, like this little, little ding. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he was like, I will fix that. Oh my God. So <laughs> what a nightmare. I won't be there for that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, after they hide the bodies in the walls in Narcos, they have to they do excellent <laughs> patchwork. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, though, our one, uh, our I think it was my our, my sister in law. She warned me. She was like, "Just to give you a heads up, at the end of every job he does, he just smokes a lot of weed." We're like, "Okay, that's fine as long as he does a good job." He oh can my smoke god! As much weed as he wants. That's fine, but you Hector wasn't house. that. You do need your house christened, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He can do it outside though, just like just you know for the smell. But you don't want it in the you don't want it part of the new paint smell? Okay. This is a nice this is a nice off-white greenish tone with actual natural smell flavors here. <laughs> smell flavors. <laughs> smell flavors. Yeah. Is it smell and flavor? Because you can lick the paint. Try to lick it. <laughs> Okay, he just can't do what? it in Wayne's room. Yes, yeah, can't do it in Wayne's room. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh but yeah, no, god. it's been an adventure. So yes. is he standing and like trying to? Yeah. Oh my god. Standing, You're gonna be chasing cruising. him in a month. Oh yeah, he's like. So I I took him as like the over overprotective mother I am. I yeah. took him to physiotherapy because 
for the last two and a half months. So three weeks ago, I took him to physiotherapy because at that point for two months, he had been crawling, but only army crawling. And he like drags the one leg behind him. So I was yeah. like, it was cute at first, but then I was like, wait, maybe there's something going on. Um, and then I took him in and the physio was like, I'm going to give you exercises, but you should know that your baby's just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. So he like nothing wrong him. with his leg. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with his leg. He's just Nothing's a... wrong with his leg. He just yeah. doesn't want to do anything with it. So we had like our follow-up appointment a couple of days ago. So the physio was like, so we just went from like three weeks ago, like can't crawl properly to he'll probably be walking by the end of the month. I was like, oh, okay, that's great. (laughs) You also have to teach them, uh, they're going to figure out how to get up the stairs themselves. Yeah. But you have to teach them how to go down the stairs. Mark's dad actually uh, encouraged me to teach Luke that because he's seen Luke fall down in building one really fall fall down three stairs and he was like yeah you have to teach him that you have to teach him everything greg don't you know and i was like no nobody told me yeah and it was your it was your dad mark that with his uh was telling me you have to teach them how to crawl down the stairs backwards because then you you have to do it you have to do it backwards to show him yeah because they're gonna they're gonna stay uh, i always just thought gravity kind of and there he goes (laughs) (laughs) well the other problem with luke was that he couldn't see for shit so his eyesight was terrible he was probably falling all the time that was probably is that's something that is probably pretty difficult to figure out yeah you just think your kid's really stupid you're like what's wrong with you Oh my two and goodness, a half yeah. before we got him glasses and uh we had no idea we just I, I was communicating with the doctor why does he why does he draw and like look at the table sideways yeah and he says well he can't see probably that's why because <laughs> yeah. he's drawing and he doesn't know where to put the next line the first but, day with glasses he was probably like whoa and he was and he was an actual excellent drawer then too yeah He's actually very talented. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, he couldn't stop touching my face when I put the glasses on him at the doctor's appointment. Like it was, it was one of those, one of those heartfelt videos that you, that you see on on, uh, Facebook or Instagram or something. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I like, I wouldn't even, because they do like hearing tests, right? But vision, you wouldn't know. They don't know how to yeah. communicate with us to exactly. let us know that they can't see. Yeah, they don't know any and better. Yeah, it, that's the thing. Like they don't. They also don't know that there's any better sight until you get the glasses. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah, and it was it was it was weird because Allie was sitting in the high chair while he was doing that, and then she was copying him. Oh, <laughs> right, because <laughs> they're only fifteen months apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, guys, what's happening with number two? What's the news? What's going on? Oh my god, no news, Greg. <laughs> now you have the, the house. News extra. is, I would have a nervous breakdown right now if we had to move being pregnant with a nine-month-old. I would be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Every time Brittany has like gas or like 
<laughs> it's like, hey, are you are you sure? That's yeah. true. He does do that. I'm like, oh, my stomach's so distended. I ate way too much. He's like, oh my god, no, <laughs> not again. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, yeah, Wayne is an angel, so we're kind of thinking that. They always say, like, if you have one really good one, then your second one is always, like, more difficult. Not always. I feel like Luke and Allie are both angels. Well, yeah, that's lucky. Because, honestly, you have to have more than one kid. Because in case one of them died. Like, you don't want... (laughs) One of them died? No! (laughs) One of them's a dud. One of them's a dud? Oh, Jesus Christ. Listen, of all of my... Of all of my siblings, I'm the one who's not a dud, Greg. All right, I'm the there one. we go. You just like that's keep, saying like, a lot. More kids, <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, You're saying awesome. a lot because I'm not exactly the greatest. So yes, you yeah. are. Also, I love the Don't color of this room. Is this new? There. What room? Sorry, I'm just having. We've been looking for pink colors. The room you're in, Kelly, is that like a lilac color? It's the same room I've been in the whole time. This is Allie's room. It is kind of a lilac color. Yeah, she's actually cleaned the room though. That's impressive. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> I never noticed the color until right now. I'm obsessed. Because normally, oh shit, I just spilled shit all over the place. Oh no. Um, it's okay. I have microfiber cloths. Um, oh, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. I normally have it pointed somewhere else, so. Okay, so I'm not just not paying attention. You're not. It's an Allie's old bedroom. That's awesome. It's, it's really still nice Allie's room. It's still her room. It's still Allie's. No, she lives in a different country now. <sighs> I know. How's she liking it? Uh, well, she just got back from a month and a half of traveling through the Mediterranean. It's oh unbelievable. I want this kid's life, man. She's oh, so... yeah. Yep, oh, yeah. She was in Nice, Croatia. Albania and Greece and Naples. She didn't too. hit up Slovenia. No, she said she's waiting to do that as a family, a family, or oh, her okay. dance group, or when just I'm over there, or or Luke's yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. She wants to do it with some family because she's oh, gonna. God. She feels that she's gonna be forced to see all this family, right? Yeah, that probably so makes sense. So she started in in the split Croatia, and then she just kept on going all the way down. Uh, even like Dubrovnik, Montenegro, she went to Dubrovnik, Al- right? Yeah. Albania. My God. And uh, yeah, she just went, and she just she just kept on texting me. She would, like I said, it, she she felt like she was going through dangerous areas, and she would text me a day and a half straight, yeah, uh, like every four or six hours, and then just stop cold turkey. It's like, hey, what the fuck's going on now? <laughs> oh, no. It's like, oh, you're oh, in you're Syria on a boat. now. That's great. Well, she got I, on a lot of boats. She was on yeah. a lot of boats. She well, was. They rented uh, a lot of boats. They rented boats. She had rich friends who had boats. She she met guys who had boats. They just went on a lot of boats. So okay, this sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, you, do wow. you follow, pretty well. Do you follow her on Instagram at all, or no? I do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And her, I follow her and her girlfriend she's traveling with. I messaged her and said, Hey, I'm Allie's dad. I want to follow you both. Just want to make yeah. sure you're safe. And well, that, I hope that's, that's perfect, cool. Yeah. I hope it's cool. Right. And she's yeah. like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's and it. She probably posts all sorts of stuff. So you get to see lots of extra photos. 
Yes, I get to see the photos of Hallie actually in the photos, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Hallie's yeah. not in the pictures that she takes. Hallie's not exactly. in the pictures that she takes. Yeah, that's no, very so. true. Then you can be like, okay, she didn't text me today, but I see but her. She's, she's good. Yeah, but she's on a boat with three men. So yeah, excellent. <laughs> so that makes me feel really good. Oh no, so confident, so confident. Mm-hmm. Doing great, Hallie. <laughs> she apparently she told me that her friend who she traveled with, who is from. A very small town in Ontario. I can't remember the name right now. Is it Port Perry or something like that? Anyway. That's wild. She's traveling with some, that she met someone from Ontario there. Oh, yeah. There's lots of Canadians at her Lots school. of Canadians at law school. Sorry. So she's oh, okay. traveled with a friend from law school. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. So apparently this girl, this young woman, Trinity, I think her name is, mm-hmm. she attracts, she has a vibe that attracts lots of people. So Allie was just like, didn't have to do much. <laughs> like she just, that's awesome. They would just end up in situations and just end up all over the place. So it sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. That sounds, yeah, that's incredible. Especially she's in her early twenties. Oh, enjoying life. That's kidding. Oh, so he told her to be alive. get, get all that in. Soup oh it yeah. Up. And I said, don't worry about it. Just, let me know if you need money. I'll send you money. Yeah. And she's like, what? And I said, wow. <laughs> I'll send you uh, money. Actually. I'm yeah, but she didn't. Time? She didn't. Oh my God. Wow. Like, yeah. And I, Good for her. Uh, we've, I still, to this day, Allie has not figured out every time her dad asks her if she needs money. I said, just say yes. Even if you don't <laughs> need it. Just say, yes, I need money. <laughs> it can grow with interest. <laughs> exactly she's a, she's a good kid not that she's a kid but relative to my age good yeah. kid <laughs> yes to yes mine, relative to mine as well they're way hopefully too you're listening ally <laughs> eventually maybe next year she'll manage to get around to this one i don't know oh you guys God, got yeah. a lot of uk followers now so maybe it's her promoting you who knows maybe. we shall see yeah, we shall see. see that's awesome speaking oh, of man. which i'm not sure how we want to do this uh i think that we could maybe do it the way we always do it and just ask for the our uh our friends here greg and mark to you know throw in their thoughts on certain scenes what do you think that sounds perfect mark has thoughts oh i'm so ready for this okay (laughs) let's go we have it like in the background without sound so that we can follow along as we talk. Oh, fun! I do that sometimes too. <clears throat> this is the first time I'm attempting this, so we'll see how it's this goes. kind of distracting. I, in my opinion, I've done it before too, and it's like I have ah! ADHD, so this may not work out. <laughs> so does Greg. Yeah. I've diagnosed him, so okay, this is going to be great. <laughs> it's going to work out. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, shall we begin our recap I think so. of this? first episode of season two go ahead Brittany. start us off i will start us off so we start the episode with a driving scene because what other better way to start it like that uh, than like that so booth and brennan are driving it's nighttime it's raining the sirens are on flashing lights are going and brennan is in the car just chatting with booth about what she did for some reason he thinks that she was in Darfur, Darfur, Darfur. I'm mispronouncing that for sure. And uh, it turns out she actually was with her brother, which is super sweet, in North Carolina. 
I don't know why he didn't know that. I feel like they're friends and maybe they would text, but it's also only 2006. So maybe they're not texting. Um, they're having this conversation while he's like high speed driving, going on two wheels at one point. Mark had a point and he wants to raise his hand. What was this, Mark? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love I love I've this. Got, Greg, take a cue. This is good. I've got some things to say. <laughs> I'm too, about the two wheels? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Like, I mean, okay. So you can watch by the direction his arms are turning the steering wheel <laughs> that he should be making a left turn. Okay. But for some reason, the cars they're going all, right. they're all leaning left like this, like <laughs> like the worst, like I don't know, like a Star Trek knockoff or something. <laughs> like they're all leaning the wrong way. You know what that's <laughs> called, Mark? Car. What's that? Do you know what that's called? No. It's called a new free turn. Have you ever heard of a new free turn before? No. no. Oh, it's you do this in the car, especially if you have lots of siblings and you're in the back seat. And if your parents turn the car, you crush your siblings the opposite way. So it's like really like hard. Anyway, let's call it a new feature. I've done that with my sister. <laughs> Come on, you guys had to do called, that. Though. You had to do that with your sisters, Mark, in the station wagon. Oh, for sure. Because we used to travel as families up the Bancroft together, and our station wagon followed your <laughs> station wagon, right? Probably. Right. And didn't you guys? You might just done that you had a three-seater too right like a three-seater station wagon do you remember man i don't remember and you were the littlest so you probably he was the youngest that's right i was protected by a car seat <laughs> by a car seat <laughs> and two sisters yeah <sighs> they were light oh they were my light. god oh my god okay any yeah. other thoughts on that mark <laughs> uh just all five times i saw it <laughs> It really upset me that That's... they're leaning the the opposite way that the G forces would be pulling them. He's super prepared, Kelly. You so... never warned me that he was going to get this prepared, Brittany. No warning right at all. He's scene. like overqualified for this position. And that was the last time we heard from Mark during this episode. <laughs> I kind of gave up after that, and it was only forty nine seconds in. Oh my god! And then he was. She's so calm. Like, do you, have you ever been in a car going any type of speed where a woman as a passenger would have been that calm? Definitely not. She, I would at least be holding on to like that arm thingy. Yeah, they, they, you'd be holding up to the, you'd be holding up onto the arm, uh, onto the, onto the goal, called, like the fuck me handle or. It's oh a exactly. holy fuck. It's called holy, the holy fuck. fuck handle, holy fuck handle. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do a lot of annoying things in the car. That would be one of them for sure. And I'm also, whenever people are slamming their brakes out, I'm always like, um, Mark, people are slamming their brakes ahead. <laughs> and he's oh my like, God. Oh, okay. In the new Greg. Toyota that we got last year, there, an alarm goes off way before Kelly reacts. So Kelly's reacting after the alarm in the car goes off, but she's trying to tell me to brake. But the alarm in the car is going off. So she's like, even the car is telling you to break. <laughs> I am. I really try. I try to be a good passenger. I really do. But Same. Greg drives like he's a Slovenian. A, B, like he, 
he drives like a cab driver, right? Because he's always on the road. So he has no respect for like anybody. <laughs> and he just like, he needs to go, go, go. And he takes risks that I'm just like, <sighs> like I get very. Um, yeah, there's none of little... that from her during this whole scene. <laughs> Because no, none of it. Yeah, none of it. None of it. No, she's just like, oh, wait, why are we driving so fast? (laughs) But like, it takes her until like the end of this scene to be like, are is it safe to go up on two wheels like that? Oh yes, it is. It is, especially when you know your vehicle. It's very safe. It's very safe. My yellow truck would always do that because it was a short wheelbase. Hey, remember the yellow truck, Mark? That would always oh, be yeah. on two wheels. I love, I love that Greg keeps like this is great. You guys, you guys know what kind of cars each other drove. You, you guys know each other. You're intimately familiar with each other. Brittany also took my Jeep on two wheels. Okay, this is not true. One hundred percent true. One hundred percent true. I deny it. There was completely. no tracks in the snow on that side of the vehicle, Brittany. <laughs> okay to be fair so on eglinton <laughs> to be fair um on eglinton to be fair. i guess they put these like <laughs> under this bridge they put like this ramp Mark, we're gonna keep you side. up all night <laughs> we'll move on to the next scene in a second but the, <laughs> there's like a ramp on either side but it's like right it's like part mm. of the sidewalk kind of, but I, I'm assuming it's for bikes. Okay. I don't know. It's like when you go under a bridge. So there's one over at Leslie Negleton. Mm. So I'm driving along, but they had just put this thing in and I was like, I went to go change lanes and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I like basically hopped the curb because I didn't realize that. I thought it was, I thought it was a, a lane, but it wasn't. Well, it was like a bike thing. Brittany hit a ramp. <laughs> launched like... the four by four into the air i don't think mark talked to me for like an hour after doing about 80 and then she i don't see too good at night oh god <laughs> i'm oh, a great driver were you holding on to anything mark when that oh, was mark happening was definitely holding on to something no because it was not <laughs> expected or prepared for i like to yeah. keep mark on his toes <laughs> oh my god oh definitely my god. would that way okay so okay we get to i guess at the end of the scene i should mention that she has kind of brennan has like an emotional moment where she's saying like i haven't seen my brother in 15 years my brother oh yeah and then she kind of repeats my brother because she she's clearly on good terms with him she seems to be having a good whole good uh relationship I just don't understand. I just don't understand how they didn't talk at all while she was away. But anyway, we end up arriving on the scene. Yes, we're moving on, but yes. I'm frustrated. Yes, um, I am too. I agree. <clears throat> so we get to this scene where there's this car that is on fire, mm-hmm. um, and we see a bunch of like firefighters and other different people Brittany this is a huge crash scene the huge crash there's a train that's been derailed there's a car on fire it's complete and utter chaos people are bleeding people are holding things on their head and walking she's holding a severed arm in her hand yes and we meet Dr. Camille Saroyan 
tell me more about her. She's my favorite character. One of my favorite characters. We haven't actually met my favorite character. We'll meet him in season three. But anyway. I think I know who that is, even though I've never watched it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Camille. She is uh, introduced to us by her carrying a severed arm into the scene to say hello to Booth. And it seems that Camille is very familiar with our friend, Agent Booth. Seely. And I forgot about that completely. Yeah, she Seely. calls him Seely. Yeah. Don't call me that. And he's like, don't call me that. <laughs> and he, she doesn't want him to call her her Cam. Yeah. Don't anyway, I wrote Camille, down. Don't call me Seely. They just want to keep it profesh. Profesh. And I just, I wrote in my notes, Camille is amazing. Like, she's just like this Oh, amazing, she's awesome. Bossing people around. She's trying to boss Brennan around. And Brennan's very confused about everything. And she's like, what the hell am I doing here? And then Camille flirts a little bit with Booth. And we find out in the scene that Camille is Brennan's new boss at the Institute. Which is insane, and I guess we can talk about it now or we can talk about it later, but Dr. Goodman, our good friend, mm-hmm. is on sabbatical. Yes. Never to return, but on on sabbatical. Right. He's gone and hired this woman to be the head of forensics at the Jeffersonian. Surprise! Yeah. If she does something really cool in this scene. Mm-hmm. She's This scene is very fast-paced. Like you said, there's lots going on. Um, with the crash or whatever but she picks up the severed arm as as greg had mentioned and on the severed arm is a watch and she mentions like she's kind of i don't even know who she's really talking to maybe some paramedic or firefighter or whatever but she's basically saying like we need to find the owner of this arm within the next eight minutes otherwise this person's gonna bleed out uh-huh i'm saying eight minutes i'm not 100 percent sure that that was it anyway what in yeah, a certain number of minutes <clears throat> right um and Smart. then she you watched like, it five times she yeah it was, okay, it was eight minutes okay <laughs> perfect <laughs> and she turns the dot like she actually starts like the timer on this guy's watch yeah i said that was awesome i thought it was yeah. so cool but is it like, like eight minutes right? before like they can oh, yeah. reattach the arm or is it just eight minutes or they're dead it sounds like eight minutes or he's gonna bleed out like eight minutes or he's dead but like maybe he also wants the arm back i don't know I man don't know. <laughs> so it's then funny how uh, she what? just throws it on top of him as the yeah. as they're walking out and uh boom it just she throws it right on top of his lap yeah here you go <laughs> here's an arm what yeah. what do you think of camille greg uh camille mm-hmm. yeah i mean not having watched everything like season one completely with you mm-hmm. um yeah it's a new character great mark has opinions <laughs> <laughs> but when when do you form your opinion mark is like, raising his hand yes go ahead mark i see in the I back like mark yes too, <laughs> i feel like it's too early to say what i'm about to say okay so you ask me at the end of the episode what no I think not of even her. end of the episode we're gonna get to a specific scene and then i'm gonna i'm gonna prompt mark to tell us how he feels i told okay. him he's not allowed to the use the word that he used with me because it's inappropriate for a podcast ah. so we're gonna use a different word and he's gonna think of what that is as <laughs> okay interesting can we have a moment though are we gonna have our 
Memor- we'll have to have an in memoriam for Goodman, though, right? We definitely do. We loved him. We loved his character. And unfortunately, the actor had some creative differences with the cat, with the uh, director or producer. I don't know exactly what went down, but there were some issues with the actor. Um, and some people on set, I guess. So unfortunately, he was. I want to know the tea behind all that. Like, that would be cool to know, like, what went down. Be really cool. It would be cool. I feel bad for this guy because, like, I do too. But I, I mean, loved his having, character. having looked at his IMDb career, he's fine. Like, he, he's yes. fine. Plus, I don't know if you remember, I talked about a show that I binged called Dark Winds on the last episode. We talked about this show. Yes. Goodman is in that show. The The actor Jonathan Adams is in that show. Oh, yeah. He's in that Dark Winds. Me- yes. Okay. While we were chatting. Yes. I told you a lie. It wasn't his personality or like it wasn't issues with the, the actor. It was that the creative team didn't feel that his straight lace character was really jiving with the rest of the of Bones's quirky personality. So they wanted to bring another quirky personality in. That's Cam better, Brittany. Meets that. Yes, well, she meets that and then some. But also, oh, yeah. I think I do remember reading that, that it wasn't necessarily that they were, that he was not good to work with or anything. It was more just uh, they would, were going in a different direction. Yeah, they went, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad because i really love this character <laughs> i love dr goodman like they couldn't have brought him in sometimes to do archaeological stuff come on yeah i don't know I, I really i do really like cam though so they kind of like took off running a little bit with this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. we do in this scene has a lot going on so we're gonna mm-hmm, talk go. about the whole crash we talked about cam like we have we have this new character mm-hmm. um we have Brennan being completely confused and simultaneously proving why she wouldn't have been hired for the position that Cam's in mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't really connect with people. There's this firefighter that says her name wrong, but attempts to say like, hi, Dr. Brennan, whatever. She has no idea who he is. Doesn't even show him like any time. Doesn't give him any time. And then just starts looking at the car and giving her her take on what's going on. Um, yes, Greg, I want to know more, a... Greg. Yes, Greg. Yes, so and and uh, Seely corrects her and uh, corrects her and and says like this is his name. Right? Oh yeah, and it's the whole like it's the that that whole scene reminded me of the of the time that my dad said, hey, you know, you're supposed to know everybody at your high school, even the janitor, right? Yeah, you're supposed to know everybody and everybody's job around you and it's just not like a it like she has no concept of 100 right like i mean and that's built into her character i think oh for sure she's so like focused on her own on herself and her okay yes hi mark <laughs> what was the janitor's it. name <laughs> <laughs> skill testing question <laughs> There was a few of them at the at the at Senator O'Connor, but the, my favorite was Rocco. Rocco, that's a okay. sick name. Oh, yeah. good one, Greg. Good one. Yes, 
Yes. It's and funny he's... though because I'm sure he was Rocco, but he you could literally say any name. <laughs> I know. We would believe you. Well, it's weird because one of my friends Craig, now... I have my hand up. I have my oh, hand up. Sorry. I'm trying Kelly? to talk here. Kelly. Yes, you in the front. I just wanted to say, I know we've got to move on, but this scene was so, I cringed because of the way she reacted to this fireman who didn't know her name right away. And she had didn't give a crap about his name. And she said, she said this thing where she goes, oh, it's because there are a hundred thousand, there are thousands of Hundreds you of and you. there's only one of me. Yeah. And it's he like, was African American, but he was African American. And I was like, that kind of could have been misconstrued, you know what I mean? Oh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I was just like, oh, God, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> I just felt uncomfortable when she said that. It was because oh, just... there's hundreds of you and there's only one of me. It's just it's like, like, OK, roll. <laughs> and then in the same like basically in the same breath, she's like, why didn't Goodman hire me? And Booth is like, oh, no, probably your people skills. I think that could be it. Obviously. Oh boy. That was oh my god, good. what a disaster. Yeah. Um yeah, they basically we find out at the very end of the scene that there's a senator that was killed. So initially mm. I was kind of wondering why Booth was even on the scene. Like Brennan knows how to drive, so don't know why he picked her up. But um we find out that there was a <laughs> senator killed, so there's she drives a Jeep. <laughs> Brittany is obsessed with where <laughs> Brennan's car is at all times. Obsessed. It's... We've seen it once. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeps are expensive. Like show that oh. car off, Brennan. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at you get you two. <clears throat> I mean I drive a Toyota Corolla, so <laughs> I love so it. So let's just say we got some victims here. So first of all, yes, a senator was found that was a par- passenger on the train that was derailed yes. and they uh, died but then the person in the car she's looking at a burnt up body there's bones she determines it's a male there's lots of jewelry and apparently she's missing the skull so she's sort of looking for the skull at this point yeah <clears throat> and then we uh leave that and scene it's and over go, it's over what? crisp and it's over crisp <laughs> definitely like it's over really crisp. <laughs> it's really cooked it is definitely yeah. cooked very much we're so. seeing it in the background right now it is not good yeah are you looking at it (laughs) yeah you left that on the weber way too long man (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) no no it's the traeger now or the napoleon come on okay okay (laughs) (laughs) oh man well they do end up back at the jeffersonian because that's where we seem to always end up Mm. and you know cam is chatting with uh booth and of course uh angela is not doing her job (sighs) and she's standing over hodgins saying oh you know i think that uh cam is autopsying a senator and um then booth and cam have a past isn't it sexy look at the way that he gets all close to her and it's so cute Mm, it's more oh, like the, she's you touch gossiping. your arm i touch my arm kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah cam yeah, keeps yeah. touching was, booth was, yeah exactly yeah. so angela's gossiping about them and then as she's saying this to angela's saying this to hodgins oh look how she's touching booth's arm and they're very intimate and all this stuff and then hodgins goes hodgins he goes <laughs> oh that's how you touch my arm and angela's like Whoop. no no i don't touch you you touch me <laughs> And she's like, that, there's a there's a big difference. 
There's creep. He looks so heartbroken by this. He's a creep. And his hair is terrible in this episode. It's all flat on top. I don't know what's going on with those curls. Okay. okay. Well, eventually they start doing their job because mm. Booth eventually comes up. Um, And like you said, they have a male. He's in his 40s. He's approximately six foot seven. So he's huge. Oh. He's right handed. During the scene, Hodgins is looking at this uh, bracelet. Because as you mentioned, there was lots of lots of jewelry on the body. All the jewelry, all the jewels. Mm. And Hodgins is like dude. Dude. <laughs> I know who this is, but not before. <clears throat> Sorry, right before this. I can't skip this. Okay. Brennan is like, oh, he's making like he would have, he has this injury where he like would have made this motion and she's literally like swishing, like, like throwing a basketball basically in the air, but she just can't figure out the sport. And everyone in the room is like, Oh, like ba- basketball. He's a basketball player. <laughs> Listen, Hodgins figures out that this guy is a, like a relatively famous basketball player and a business dude. And I had a whole issue with this because I thought Zach was a huge basketball fan. Like, given, yes. uh, what was it? Soldier on the Grave in season mm-hmm. one. And we discovered that Goodman and Zach like to talk about basketball. And I'm like, and this guy was an NCAA champion. Yeah. So but why is doesn't Zach know who Warren Lynch is. Has he no idea. Asks, Who's yeah. Warren Lynch? So maybe he's into more like recent basketball, but he doesn't know older basketball because this guy's in his forties, but we find out. So this guy is like a billionaire. Mm -hmm. He owns this company called Lynchpin International. He's basically Mm -hmm. like Warren Buffett. I kind of like in my mind, that's where they're going. Warren Buffett, but basketball player. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm like moving my hands in Mark's face. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) they cam is very particular she's like she's like we're not going to tell anyone that this is warren lynch list until we know for sure because a senator was killed mm-hmm. um yeah just like they can't really believe it hodgins is all over the conspiracy theories as usual no surprise there we find out that cam calls uh hodgins hodgepodge so that's <laughs> call your uh what, what do you call your staff um greg <laughs> oh uh yeah i do not have nicknames for them <laughs> you See, don't call them jackass <laughs> <laughs> just joking <laughs> if it's bill uh sometimes you say william sometimes okay. you say billy right billy because he goes yes. by his nickname on on instagram is billy baseball okay and we've uh, we've worked together a long time, but my boss is Mark, and he's also uh, always been Mark. No. Okay. <laughs> See, that seems appropriate. Calling people hodgepodge, and we find out later, Zacharoni. Yes, tell me more. No, I just I'm very curious to see if this keeps up throughout. Me too. I don't recall these. Names. I don't think it does. I think this was like a little testing the waters to see how this goes but yeah because i wrote in my notes after well based (laughs) on like after she said hodgepodge i wrote in my notes barf (laughs) yeah i was like ah no (laughs) no it's not good right so after yeah yeah sorry you 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 take it away sorry i'm talking just that they decide uh after they 
try to theorize about the case. Cam puts the kibosh on that. And then they determined that the man was actually dead for a while before he was hit by the train, which yeah. opens up a whole can dun, of worms. Dun, dun, dun. It makes for a much more interesting mm-hmm. scene yes. or show. Yes. Even though I still stand by this episode was a little boring. But anyway, it's it makes it interesting. They actually, mm. rather than just saying, like, they don't just say, like, the train, oh, this guy was dead and the train hit him. They actually show, like, this black and white scene of this dude sitting in the driver's seat of a car. And his eyes are open. And then the white light approaches. Mm-hmm. And it goes white, which is mm-hmm. weird because they they say the man was dead for several several hours before the train hit him, but they show a living person in a car <sighs> on a the train. highway on the train tracks. Yes, on I the train uh, tracks. I don't remember that, but I believe you. And the yes, the choice to put in sort of quasi flashbacks like scenarios was an interesting choice. <clears throat> yeah, this and is at this it. point. After they determine this, they we have our intro. Yes. Dun, 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 that's not the intro. Wait a minute. It's not. <laughs> but for some reason, that's all I can think of. You guys you guys do that a lot, Law and Order intro. <laughs> it's always Law and Order. It's never anything else because I can never remember the actual bone theme because whenever I actually watch the show, I skip over it. It goes... Okay, no, he's fully dead. I was wrong. In the flashback, his eyes are closed. I don't know why I thought they were open. We can just <laughs> ignore what I said. Okay, Brittany is crazy. I'm crazy. I've seen this episode five times, but apparently I couldn't but figure that out. But she got it wrong. I got it so wrong. Brittany sleeps during the first half. <laughs> oh, uh... We have it all worked out. <laughs> Good job. What teamwork? Teamwork. It makes the dream work. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about this next scene. <clears throat> yes. I'll I'll talk about it. Here we go. It's interesting because the next scene we have this shot of everybody sitting in the mezzanine area of the Jeffersonian. Yes. And I'm assuming because the whole Goodman piece, like they didn't want to let Cam into his office yet because it's like he's apparently quote unquote on sabbatical. So she doesn't I said have... the same thing to Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of meeting in the mezzanine, which is really weird because that couch they have is really gross and uncomfortable. And then the table's uncomfortable. It's very like, yeah, it's an interesting space for sure. So Did I they just... redecorate? I don't it looks like the out. furniture is different. It's totally yeah. different colors. Like, I never remembered an orange couch before. I don't remember that either. I feel like we yeah. would remember. Yeah, I think it was a lighter color before, like gray or blue or something. Yeah. 
that's a beautiful it, mezzanine and building though to have Greg it. loved that nice mezzanine. Greg's like, oh, well, that's a nice place. That's a nice office. That I mean, our head cool. our new head office in, in Oakville now is like it's that Google uh or Apple kind of office with like you know, they you have the desk that rise up and down and you know, our we have a, a beautiful kitchen and and uh there's a t- huge TV in the background as well. Uh, wow. but yeah, like it just looks um, the place to work in something like that looked um, looks amazing. So this oh, is the yeah. you know, and and Cam brings it up too that she you know she she got home she had pliers at Home Depot as as stuff, and these are imported from, uh, from Germany or something. Germany, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's, much nicer. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so much nicer of a spot, right? So it's just building. I, I think building on that. Oh, that makes such a big difference when you have a nice space to go to. We, my office actually just well, I, well, I've been on mat leave. They they moved offices, like the space is different. And then I think it's all it. a lie, Brittany. It's just a way to make you go into the office and like make you think you're getting Maybe. some kind of great benefit when it's like, why don't you pay me more money instead of renovating and doing this stupid shit at the office? Give me all money. Right. Give me money. Don't put fancy couches in here. A raise when I get off. Get, oh, honey, if you haven't asked your father for a raise, I'm gonna have to sit down and have a very serious discussion with you. Regardless, let me get back to this. They're uh, talking about the case, and I was complaining about Angela being on this couch that has no back support, and I was just like, I felt bad for her having to like lean weirdly. And this is where Cam is asking for discretion because of the senator's death and she doesn't want any shit leaked to the press. And this is where she calls Zach Zacharoni. And I was feeling like she's really ingratiated herself with the crew. Did you raise your hand, Mark? did, and then he was like, oh, I'm just (laughs) stroking my beard. (laughs) Hodgins is talking to Brennan about, uh, so... You know, we, we, you know, end the meeting and then Hodgins starts talking to Brennan about the whole cam situation. And I was just like, really, okay, this is where we're going to talk about this is weird that Brennan doesn't know this is happening thing. Oh, go ahead. Mark. Yes. Okay. So they call him Zacharoni. <laughs> because he eats macaroni and cheese every single day for lunch. Yes, now, do yes, you, he does. Doesn't he look like the kind of person <laughs> who would have pre-cut up hot dogs in it already? Oh, yes. He's definitely yeah. a hot dog person with the, uh, yeah. yeah. Would yeah. he add ketchup? No, it, he's no. a ketchup blob. If, if he does have ketchup, it's in a blob. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. not mixed in. No, okay. no, 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 no. Everything's why, separate. Why would you say that, Greg? He don't. He does look like that. His, perna- his personality. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are nailing it. Wow, that's great. That's There's a whole great. new perspective here, Kelly. Anyway, I was just really like messed up about this whole Angela is Brennan's best friend thing because I Ugh. thought Angela didn't call or email her at all while she was away to tell her what was going on. Like, what kind of friend is this? That's uh, that's what I don't understand. Like, even Booth. Like Booth and her are very close. I don't Booth understand. thought he, she was in Darfur. Like he didn't even know where she was. Yeah. This is just a weird situation. Hodgins mm. is the only one who seems to actually care. Like he follows her to his to her office mm. to tell basically to tell her like 
Cam sucks. You should have gotten the job. And while he's saying this and calling her. That's not what he said. He said, you don't want that job. Well, he (laughs) said to Brennan, you don't want this job. It's not your style of job. You know, you have to be this corporate, like, uh, you know, yes man and like a wank tart. Corporation and the politics. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And Brennan doesn't even know this woman's qualifications. Like, she literally knows nothing about Cam. So he does give her some information, but not before Cam interjects, but she's been standing there while he's telling Brennan, like you said, um, how she, she wouldn't want this job anyway. Oh, it was so awkward. But we find out she's very qualified. She was the chief coroner of New York for two years, assistant federal coroner before that. Um, mm. She obviously has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how old she is because we figured out with Brennan <sighs> that Brennan was a lot younger and her time for age didn't I can't, make sense. I can't go down this road with her. Like <laughs> it's bad enough that that Brennan's not even 30 years old, but if Cam is that she just young? Seems so young. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But and you know Hodgins. Oh, this whole scene is weird. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the the thing is, Cam does this a lot throughout this particular episode where she says, how am I doing? How am I doing? Yeah. Like in a kind of facetious. It's a facetious kind of way. Like, I know I'm the bomb. I know I'm the shit. So, you know. Like, are you on board yet? Like, how am I doing? too bad this is the way it is like it's just like yeah but brendan was very seemed impressed so far go on mark i think so and you say she's awesome oh okay is this where we're gonna hear from mark or is it later i think it's a little later isn't it a little bit later i'll, I'll hold it I think that you and Greg had the same experience in the scene. I know exactly what you're talking about because Greg was like, oof. Like he was very taken aback by something Cam said or did. We're getting there. We're almost there. Let's go. Brennan ditches Hodgins completely in this situation. She gets a phone call. She says she'll be there in 15 minutes. We'll get there. She ends up at the FBI headquarters. I don't know why Cam's not there for this particular meeting. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and Hodgins is like blabbering on randomly. I love Cam. <laughs> I love Cam is in Kelly's notes. Um, you didn't see Mark? Come on. I love Cam. Cam is awesome. She is a ball breaker. She is a badass woman. Everything is great about her. Mark has other opinions. Um, mm, but yeah, she literally does. ditches. Brendan gets his phone calls. Like, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Ditches this situation. Then Cam and Hodgins are standing in her office still. Mm. Mm-hmm. With him basically trying to dig himself out of this hole, calling her a wank tard. Um, and then suddenly, for some reason, is telling Cam about Brennan's mom's case, which she like doesn't even let him finish. She's like, you're just you're just talking my ear off so that because you think I'm going to forget that you called me a wank tard. Like, no, made this up isn't word. happening. Made up word. Made, made up, up word. word. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Where do we end up next, Kelly? Uh, Brennan and Booth go to meet with the AUSA, the NTSB, and a guy from the SEC to talk about the case. And I wrote in my notes, I don't care about this case at all. All I want to do is talk about Cam. 
Um, so anyway, here are the details. Brennan and Booth confirm with these people. They want to know what's happening because of the senator being dead and them figuring out that this person who died on the train tracks was a very prominent business person. They confirm that the body in the car on the tracks was that of Warren Lynch. Booth shows a traffic cam footage of Warren Lynch driving in the HOV lane by himself. Tisk tisk tisk. And then I was going to ask, okay. like, when we started having HOV lanes here? I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit odd those. that they caught and like they caught it on camera mm, that he yes. was in that lane, which right. we don't even have that in Ontario. No. So it's just pure I'd happenstance. So many tickets if that was true. <laughs> oh yeah. <God. laughs> and, and then like, Brennan. There was sorry. Mm-hmm. There was that blow. Someone put like a blow up doll in the front. Yeah. So, like, yes. That's very yeah, clever. Yeah. Very clever. <laughs> I usually sorry. have my uh, work helmet on my on my headrest. Mm-hmm. Smart. I just have Wayne with me now. It w- works every time. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. You are transporting someone. So Brennan confirms that this person didn't die via suicide, and that something was. The SEC dude said something about how the stock of his company was going to go down and get shorted. Yeah, it. They were already going to lay charges. Like they, they were like uh, yeah. very close to laying charges um, against him. That would either that would bankrupt him and would send him to prison for a long time. Like, but then they I, had. This I don't theory. care about any of this. Honestly, no, it, it's I'm sorry. Interesting. I just. I'll be quick. I don't care. <laughs> We just want to know about Kim. But she, yeah, he, the theory was Mm. that if he disappears, like if he dies, Mm. then the stock price would plummet, which would work for all the people that were shorting the stock. So then I guess there's a theory that maybe he had someone invested who would know that they, that the stock was going to get shorted. Yes. Which would be a huge windfall for them. I suppose I shouldn't be so dismissive of these accounting uh, details, Brittany. I apologize. Well, I'm sure that it's very fascinating and interesting. Fascinating to, you. to me, probably boring for everyone <laughs> listening and no, everyone participating in this podcast. <laughs> didn't we already see the movie The Big Short? Like we understand what yes, the Big Short is. The concept <laughs> is, yeah, we we get it. Basically, they're they're thinking, okay, that could be motive for murder. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, Brennan didn't understand what stock shorting is. Listen, Brit- Brennan's grasp on her financial situation in general is True. troubling. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. True. We Greg, do end up meeting his wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Greg's getting bored. We're moving on. Don't worry. We meet Brianna Lynch, who is giving like sex eyes to booth during this entire scene hey he's giving them back don't worry oh yeah it's a two-way street like oh yeah we basically find out that they were going to separate her and her husband Mm -hmm. because there was infidelity on both sides Mm -hmm. and booth is like before he finds out which side the infidelity was he's like oh like who cheated Hey, when he said that, like she goes, there were in he was in, or yeah, on which side? That's what he said. There was yeah. infidelity, and 
Booth goes, on which side? Like, he's looking at her like, hey. Like, hey, he's sexy. <laughs> we find out this weird thing about this guy, which I, this Warren Lynch guy sounds awful. We find out that, so on that, on the bracelet that we were talking about originally with Hodgins, it was inscribed in there, um, mm. Casu Consulto, which means yes. accidentally on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently this was his saying. That's why after one year of dating, they, uh, his wife got this bracelet made for him. Mm-hmm. But like he pulled a fast one on some basketball player on another team. Like he was a dirty him. player. He was dirty. Very, thank you. That's the wording I'm looking for. Not he was great. a dirty, rotten basketball player who was like really i yes. listen i think about like there's a boxer i used to spar with he was so fucking dirty he would just do shit like step on your foot and then hit you and stuff oh you just do stupid things that like nobody could see because he does it so quickly like he would push you and hit you and step on your foot and hit you and like push you and hit you and oh do all these things that you would never be able to get away with in an amateur fight, but he did it all the time in sparring. So that's brutal. I just want to mention that Brianna's lawyer is played by a Cusack and Cusack. There's oh. another Cusack. There's Joan, there's John and Anne. Anne is one of the siblings as well. Did not know that she did look familiar though, but I know it didn't look her up. That's very interesting. And she does. Mm. Yeah, she does look, she looks like a Cusack. He does look like a Cusack. We find out something like other. Okay. So there's this like whole weird chemistry between Booth and this wife. But mm-hmm. the main thing that we get from this is that um, they use this private investigator named Rick, Rick Turco. Um, and that seems to be a person that they call him Lynch's all purpose go-to dirty work fixer. Yes. So that seems like a, a good next step. Um, Have you ever seen the show Ray Donovan? yes yes he's a fixer okay yeah so he does nasty nasty things to make things go away you're right, right? can Hodgins you hear us you're flat. not saying anything what's going on you're his roger hodgins hair is flat is that what yes. you're saying it's so flat it. it's just so on top flat. it's really bad it's not good man okay we get to the next scene and this scene is hilarious Everyone yes i agree be excited about this Yes, Greg especially, I can tell, since he's left the room. So we go back to the... I'm just joking. We're back at the lab. Hodgins tells Brennan they found two types of glass on the victim, and he explains scientifically what the second kind of glass is. And Booth is like, okay, like, what kind of glass is it? And so he's like, well, it's like a domestic piece of glass. So then Booth is like, why don't you just say it's a jar? Why don't you just say it's a jar? Like, he's so mad. Mark at this point was like, he's being kind of an ass. <laughs> Didn't you? It was a little mean. It was a little like, yeah. it was a little much. Who, Booth? <clears throat> yeah, Booth seems to be a little bit on edge. This well, uh, he's episode. like sick of it. These guys are like, buh, 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 buh. it's like, just say it's a piece of glass for God's sake. Like, why do you have to make it so complicated? I mean, you're not wrong. They lack social <laughs> skills. They do. <laughs> Oh, they boy. really do these squints but we end up okay so there was a jar now yes. we end up back in another we end up in another room hmm. and we find out what 
Brennan walks in and calls Zach Zaccaroni, and it's just not good. Yeah, but he she she walks and goes, "Hey, Zaccaroni," and then Booth follows her. He goes, "Zaccaroni." <laughs> So she's meeting up with Zach to talk to him about stuff that he's examining. And I'm not sure what they were doing. Uh, They're talking science stuff. And Booth is like, okay, I'm going to let you guys do your thing. And I'm going to go talk to uh, Turco. And then Zach's like, what's a Turco? And um, then Brennan says, oh, it's a private investigator. And then Booth calls it a blight or something. What does he call Turco? He calls him... An affliction. An affliction. Similar to a blight. Yeah. A little different. And then it was just kind of a weird filler scene. No, but this is, I love this because then Zach goes, Yeah, I don't think you should call me Zaccaroni. Yeah. And Brennan goes, Yeah, "Yeah, the second I said it, it didn't didn't feel right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Angela is now with Brennan on the platform. And they're kind of chatting about, like, Angela is saying that, trying to convince Brennan that she didn't actually want the job. Um, apparently, this is when we find out that Goodman is on a two-month sabbatical, which gets extended indefinitely, but that's fine. Anyway, so Angela's basically telling her, like, maybe you just weren't the right person for the job and uses some weird examples like what's my birthday um which isn't great anyway by the end of this scene can you use a computer for your birthday (laughs) yeah you can just use a computer for your birthday oh hey everybody just excuse me greg is back greg is back in the room joining us (laughs) i've been here the whole time what are you talking i know anyway uh yeah no angela's a terrible friend that's what's that but like also does she know brennan's birthday because it seems listen like listen. she doesn't know a lot of things about her <laughs> at every turn again this is another episode where people keep telling her she's bad with people like it's the yes. nastiest thing like to go around telling people like oh you're terrible with people like oh you're, no, like, oh, oh, you're not good with people it's just like okay and oh, then great. I, angela's like oh i could give you tons of examples how you're bad with people and i'm just like okay yeah, like oh okay and then but this time brennan kind of chirps back at her and is like okay well like i guess the the one example was the birthdays and then she's like well you can give me a gajillion and less one more examples then <laughs> but the most important part of this other than us already knowing or d- realizing what we already know that angela's a bad friend is that they're doing this bone this bone analysis um zach is actually doing his job in the background and then zach and brennan realize Mm -hmm. that the owner of this bone these bones the victim of the car the 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 victim of the in the the car crash Mm -hmm. um was a heroin addict heroin addict which i didn't know that so basically the the whole anyway we don't need to go into the full science but it was just something it was kind of like an interesting fact about mm-hmm. opiate use which i didn't know about yes there's like this bone loss that happens where hmm. nasty stuff brit don't do it nasty stop doing stuff. heroin not planning Please. to do heroin but it's just a very Brittany. you really have to get off that stuff it's not good <laughs> for you so dangerous <laughs> 
I just want to say a couple things here. Okay. We move on to the next scene. We're going to meet uh, Booth and Brennan are meeting our private investigator named Rick Turco at the Royal Diner. This is our yes first sort of introduction to this diner. And I just want to do another in memoriam to Wong Fu. Yes. I'm going to literally do a social media post. I'm going to do an in memoriam for Goodman. And I'm going to do one for Wong Fu's. And I'm going to say, I don't know if Sid ever comes back, but I'm just like kind of devastated that the Chinese restaurant's gone. I feel like it probably went out of business (laughs) because he was there every day. Like even in the middle of the night, he was picking it up for her. Like he was their best customer and they just, they lost him. (laughs) I also want to say that Rick Turco is played by Ray Wise, who has an incredible career, an incredible career. You you pointed that out. Was he not on Sopranos at some point? Honey, he was in everything. I I looked, he has over almost 250 credits on IMDb. He's been in the biz. And I just want to mention, never in Angel, never in Buffy. Interesting. Shocking. Shocking. He looks like he would be in Buffy. He looks like he would totally be in one of those shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked that he wasn't. His character is very interesting. They're sitting down (sighs) in this royal diner with him. And he is not giving them anything. Like he. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. He played that He's part so well. So smug. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he has this some story about how like finally he gives a little bit of information to say that he did help pay a um, like a a blackmailer, a quarter million quarter million dollars, but that was okay. it. So that was sort of like, hey. There's such a funny part of this episode, though, or this scene. Do okay, you what is it? it? No, you talk about it. What is so, what's so funny? Brennan is saying, like, he's saying, "Oh, how did you, how do you know, or what? What is all this information you're telling me?" The, the guy's like, "What is all this information you're telling me mean?" And she explains that he suffered to, that this guy Warren Lynch. Suffered declining bone mass due to long-term abuse of, I'm just reading what I wrote. Yes. Long-term abuse of his hypothalamic pituitary gonadal axis. And Booth, <laughs> like, chimes in is like, nothing says junkie like your gonads axis, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, he didn't he's in, his, he's in a place of intolerance today. Definitely. I'm only um, I'm I'm distracted because I get no I'm, information from this guy. No, he's very tight-lipped, and I'm very distracted because I was looking up this show that Ray Weiss was on that I really enjoyed him on called Reaper. I don't know if you ever remember this show. Re- it came maybe out. Maybe that's where I recognized him from. It was 2007, 2009. There's only a couple of seasons. Let me see. Yeah, two seasons. He plays the devil. <clears> hey, <throat> and it's. It's a really fun show. Actually, I really like that show. Anyway, he plays the devil and he puts these guys, these these guys have to get rid of demons all the time. Like these guys who work at like a Best Buy type of job. They always have to get rid of demons. Yeah. And it's just like these young people. Anyway, it's a really funny show. And Ray Wise plays the same smarmy, hilarious, like 
too bad. Huh. Like, you got to do it. Like, he's just very fun. And I just love that he does these, uh, these types of parts. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I want to watch. What was that called? Reaper. It's an old show. It's not Reaper. on anymore. It was on from 2007 to 2009. The premise sounds and I really just good. Adored that show, and it was so funny because the woman who's in it came into my bar. I used to work at a martini bar in Toronto, and she bought some martinis, and I recognized her from the show, and I said I loved her on the show. And then I learned some tea about the show. No way. I was way. very excited. I was like, tell me more. Anyway, it was really, really fun. <clears throat> that is so awesome. <sighs> oh, my God. Where are Did we you meet now? a lot of famous people? Yeah, some. Sometimes. Like, not, like, crazy famous. Like, there was a dude from Battlestar Galactica who played Chief. What? And um, he was... Aaron Rodgers, I think his name is. Aaron something. Anyway, okay. he was very charming and funny. I met some people, yeah, because we were right across the street from TIFF, like TIFF and the big festival. Oh, and yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so cool. Yeah. Well, we end up in a little pissing match Where in this we? next scene. Yes. So we're in back in the lab, back on the platform. Brennan is looking at a reconstructed skull and telling Zach that he did a great job. Good job, Zach. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, Mark. I don't know how he's saying you did a good job. Because if you look at this skull, it looks like it was like put together by like a two-year-old. It doesn't look good, <laughs> like, that's for sure. There's all this filler, like where there's missing pieces. <laughs> like, it's not good. Yeah, like none of the pieces line up. It's like he like shaved them down to fit in place. <laughs> definitely not a good job are they making it like to show that there were so many pieces are they over exaggerating it not even like if we're looking at it right now on the screen and like they're pretty big mm. chunks yeah mm -hmm. and they're different colors yeah yeah, that's yeah. like how do you put different colors together like that right that's probably like 10 different he's skulls. clearly never done an actual puzzle <laughs> oh stop it gotta match the I'm not, colors i'm not gonna defend zach but i think it's fine and he had it's based on what he, he has had to work phd or he's working <laughs> toward it but basically so cam approaches them mm. and this is when the little pissing match between brennan and cam begins yes because cam comes and is talking about how you turn opium to heroin um is basically talking about the results of the, the results that they found from again Brittany. none of these pathology. details matter it doesn't none matter anyway but basically they go back and forth and brennan is testing her and asking her questions like what's fentanyl and <laughs> zach chimes in and is like this reminds me of when you interviewed me to be your grad student and turns to cam and is like she already she knows what fentanyl is like oh man <laughs> brennan is not happy yeah um yeah Zach ratted her out like that oh yeah, yeah. Like her face his, was his allegiance like... though cam i thought cam was like or i thought zach sorry was a brennan's brennan? like yeah the brennan yeah exactly i guess not anyway know, give give somebody a nickname but <laughs> give someone yes yes what's Greg? Up? Zach is so young already. 
So how yes. does he know and has worked with Cam for so long? Was sorry, been, that was I think it's been two wait, has it been two? That's a very good point. What's the timeline here? Has she been away for two months? Because <sighs> he took a two month sabbatical. I guess he's still away. Yeah. Like how long did she go away? These they do seem buddy buddy. Yes. So they've been working. She's been there a while. A She's been there a while, and no yeah. one told her. But go on. Oh, you're totally right, Greg. Yeah, the <laughs> timeline there. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really yeah. make sense. The kid already um, looks like he's twelve. Yeah, he does look so young. Mm, I think yes. at the end of all this, Cam is like, "I'm going to leave it to you to tell Booth about our results." But they have figured out that there were they figured out the specific heroin mm-hmm. strain, I guess, or whatever that the, I don't think there's a heroin strain anyway, the flavor, the, the flavor of the month that 14 <laughs> addicts had OD'd on. Yeah. So it gives them a place to actually like, they might know who dealt it. Yeah. Um, because they smelt it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That they did though. They smelled it by using <sighs> a gra- gas. Good job, guys. Teamwork makes the dream work. And again, Cam answers the question about what fentanyl is, regardless of the fact that Brennan does know what it is. And then oh, she yeah. says, how'd I do? And then exactly. walks away. And then I was like, Oh, just these mic drop after mic drop so after mic drop. So the next scene we have Zach and Hodgins being crazy. They're conducting oh an God. experiment with a fake body made of calcium phosphate and spam. And they're burning it at like the same temperature and the same rate that the car would have been burning at once it was hit by the train. And uh, Cam walks into this little room, which I assume is the same room where they boil bones. Yes, Craig. Swinging her big dick. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, Mark, this is your cue. Oh, God. Well, let's just get through this. She walks in. Somebody's getting fired for this? For spending? He's like, turn this thing off. You didn't ask for friggin' permission to do this. This is crazy. Like, you can't be going doing these crazy experiments without getting approval from me. And then they have this little, like, Hodgins tried to not take her seriously by saying, like, you know, she'll go all New York on them. And then he explains to uh, Brennan and Zach, like, oh, she means she's going to, like, take us to a musical. And Cam's like, yeah, no, you're going to get, like, mugged. Like, this is, like, my New York is mugging and, like, stealing your whatever, your wallet. And, yeah, she basically, Brennan has another pissing match with her about who's in charge. Yes. Yes. And Brennan's like, they work for me. They can do what they want. I like them to have like free reign to sort of experiment on these things. And Cam's like, if you want to go all uh, our organizational chart on me, I'm going to be at the top, bitch. And like just walks away. She doesn't say leaves. bitch, but then just walks Man, away. Another mic may drop. may as well have. <laughs> okay, Mark. Oh my what do you God. got to say? Does that cover it? Mark. <sighs> no. Tell I'm- me. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it at the end of the episode. Okay, fine. We gotta cover a few more things. This was the scene though that Mark was like, "Whoa!" I think it's another scene. 
There's you another think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we end up at the Royal Diner again. Yep. Booth is fully standing up for Cam, saying that Biz Brennan is complaining, but Booth is saying, like, yeah, if you do experiments with spam, then how are you ever going to get, like, how are you, how are you ever going to win at tri- in a trial? Because basically the prosecutor is going to be like, yeah, uh, spam. And now Jeffersonian looks like a bunch of idiots that they're mm-hmm. doing these like hokey experiments. While they're in the Royal Diner, Booth gets a call. Um, the call is not so good. It, we find out this is a tie-in with her. Brittany. Last stop. episode. Yes. Stop. Greg, what happens at the diner? <laughs> what happens at a diner? Oh, did you see uh, Booth become a diabetic with the fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? That's not even a double-double. That's like like a, not a North like American a t- double-double. It's like 10 sugars. That's, yeah, that's like a little bit of coffee. I, I'm looking... I'm, I look this time to see if the fucking... The heap of the sugar comes out, out of the coffee. Greg is incensed by this. He, I thought the same thing. Like he literally, he pours it and then he looks like he's about to stop. And he's like, mm. and he pours more and he pours yeah. more. <laughs> like they do this. They do this for fun. They got to do this for fun for all of us. Oh, for sure. Oh, I hey? don't know about this. This is, I counted it. It's five straight seconds of pouring. Let's count that out. Let's count that out. I mean, okay, I want to do a lab study. Great. We're counting. We're counting, Greg. Out. Find Hold out. Count. You want to go to Goodwill, find out the same canister. Craig, Mark is counting. I want to measure that. How much sugar is there? Because it's more than a can of Coke. I swear to God, it's got to be close to a cup. Okay, count it out, Mark. One, two, three, four, five. Wait, does he even stir it? That's a lot. Does he stir really? it? I think it must have been like a mountain of sugar, like peeking above the line of coffee in the cup at that point i was like i wrote down he he put several tablespoons of sugar in a tiny cup of coffee i was just oh like, yeah wow the, isn't it isn't it isn't, it, isn't the cup tiny like it doesn't oh, yeah. look it's, like it's a diner it's a diner cup yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it doesn't yeah. look like a cup of coffee it's like a quarter shocking. cup of coffee yeah. shocking it's not good Regardless, oh before no, the totally phone right. call comes, before the phone call comes, he's trying to prove to Brennan that basically this whole experimentation with spam would be laughed at in court. And he's like, yes. remember that time you yes. dropped a monkey down an elevator shaft? <laughs> what? <laughs> a monkey remember down an elevator shaft? A dead monkey. Apparently she threw a dead monkey down an elevator shaft to experiment, like, you know, what that would be like. Was Tesla where you gravity. get a dead monkey in Washington D.C.? There's probably lots of places. I'll admit. Oh yeah. Sure. Did that have anything to do with the episode about the woman in the tunnel? Yeah, woman in the tunnel. That's the I wondered I that of. too. Oh, good one, Mark. See, good paying attention. Point. Yes. Mark bringing in the other episodes. Good. Hey, job. honey. It's all tied together. High five. So then the phone call comes. What happens, Brittany? Oh, then they get so serious and both of them forget how to act. Like, as actors, they forget what their job is. So I'm so sorry. (laughs) Swallow, swallow. (laughs) I'm like hitting you with a tortilla right now. Yeah. (laughs) 
my god uh. so it turns out that that the guy vic vince mcvicker which sounds like yeah. a fake name i guess it, oh. it is a fiction so. literally is anyway, so. yeah so we he was the person who allegedly killed her mother Hmm. um turns out that he died in prison he was killed at the at the holding facility um and then brennan is like shocked and she's tearing up and anyway she's upset because that was her only connection to figuring out what what actually happened how she's gonna find her father even hmm. though what were here what were her father's words in that last episode don't come looking for me don't come looking for me <laughs> and she's like how am i ever gonna find him how mm. anyway they're both like the acting is so bad and they're normally great actors but this scene is just not doing it i wonder how much time there was in between the seasons that there might be they might have been a little rusty maybe maybe just like too much time they like forgot what their characters were like Yes, like, but also while Booth's on the phone, she doesn't realize who he's talking to, and she keeps interrupting him, going, "Oh, I heard oh that God. you and Cam had sexual relations," and and Booth's like, "Okay, like, simmer down, like, stop, totally inappropriate. We will talk about this later." Like he was yes. so mad at her. Yep. Oh my God, she has no boundaries. Maybe her and Angela are meant for each other. Yeah, <laughs> I. Listen, we'll get into this later. What happens next? We're back at the lab now. Oh, it's just one thing after another. We're at the angelator now. Mm. And turns out, spoiler alert, mm -hmm. it's not Warren Lynch. That body's not Warren Lynch. Yes. yes. That's probably because of the skull that they got from Zach. <laughs> it's not a real skull. Did, did the skull look like the monkey they threw down the elevator shaft? Yeah. <laughs> half monkey, half human. Why is this skull covered in fur? <laughs> they, but Brennan, in all seriousness, is like standing up for Zach and Angela. No, no. Zach knows what he's doing. Did you, you see that beautiful skull? Angela doesn't make that kind of mistake. Yeah. So they're all going, oh shit. So they yeah, gotta go so back like... and check the dental records because they matched mm -hmm. Warren Lynch. Mm -hmm. So were they tampered with? We're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they have to go meet with the AUSA and come clean about the fact that this is actually not Warren Lynch's body, that it's been switched out or something. The AUSA is so mad about it, and she starts basically blaming like the jeffersonian and angela's shoddy work yeah and then cam is with her cam and angela met with the aosa together and cam comes to angela's defense and says no you know x and y just comes to angela's defense the meeting ends and angela thanks cam for coming to her defense but then cam kind of ruins it by saying oh, so yeah, but if she was honest no, but Cam's yeah. like, you know, if you had messed up, I totally would have thrown you under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was another point that Mark was like, oh, like, yeah. yeah, I guess she's being honest. I think like... Mark and I are going to have a problem. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like me and you with Hodgins. Love Hodgins. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this next scene is just too much. So we're back in the car and we're going to ignore Kelly because she loves Hodgins so much. She just pretends that she doesn't. 
so we're back in the car and they are booth and brennan are doing a stakeout it's it's nighttime they're looking down this alley oh my god oh my god this scene why is brennan there don't know why brennan's there why does he not have an actual partner do fbi agents always work alone anyway i don't know why brennan's there it is night they don't even have wong foos um yes if it's a stakeout like what snacks would you have on your stakeout that's a good question oh they always have like hoagies where's the hoagies where's the donuts where's the philadelphia sandwich extra cheese the philly cheesesteak philly cheesesteak sandwich right like wrap yeah. up. I feel or like just you want something like, lighter though. Lighter? Like Cheetos? Cheetos. Like a bag of chips? Maybe not that light. <laughs> Brendan would never, uh, sorry, yeah, she would never eat Cheetos because of the coloring. Hot dogs? True. She's a vegetarian. Oh, apparently. Yes. Pringles are Allegedly. vegan, Allegedly. <laughs> Mark and I watched such a bad movie. What was it called? Turkey, the Turkey Bowl. Did we oh. finish it? No. <laughs> I have that saved so to bad. watch. Hmm. It's it's so bad. It's good. Like it's it's heartwarming. It's like cute. Have you but seen? It's not a good movie. Have you seen Prey? No. P R E Y Prey it's on, on Disney. Disney? No, they have Disney. It's the. It's yeah. It's the first Predator. It's a prequel oh, to Predator. Cool. And it's yeah. set in like okay. 300 years ago. And the Predator comes to Earth and he hunts animals and stuff. And then he discovers this Comanche tribe. And it's phenomenal. Like, it's so cool. And they give you the okay, option to actually watch. watch it in the Comanche language, which is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, the only reason anyway. I was bringing that up. We got, we got, we got about fifteen minutes into it, and Kelly's like, "I can't do this. I can't read subtitles." <laughs> no, I didn't want to watch uh, dubbed. It was dubbed in Comanche, so oh, I don't like dubbing, so I can't handle it. But I yeah, dubbing do... drives me insane. Subtitles are fine. It's the dubbing I don't like. Yeah, so I'm the same. Um, yeah. Anyway, in that movie, he's they try to give him a hot dog and. He's vegetarian. It's just made me think of it. What would your snack be, Mark? I don't know. You want to be like light on your feet, apple slices, and carrots. <laughs> so light. So crunchy, though. Yeah, I know. Like, what but if you like, need to be quiet? You don't want to have like quiet. something that you're going to like drip all over your. Have you ever tried to eat like something droopy and drippy in the car? Yeah, yeah but like you if... get it all over yourself. But oh, if, yeah. Like, if I'm arresting my brand new someone, shirt last week, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, mustard stain arrest- all over, all over from Burgers Priest all the way Ooh. down my my. Uh, oh yeah, it was all the way down the left nipple. <laughs> Just <laughs> okay. So we know what food not to bring on a stakeout. <laughs> but wouldn't it be? Wouldn't like hickory sticks or corn chips be uh, good? Or that'd be a good option. Myself? Yeah, but when you got to go for your gun, you don't want your hands to be all greasy and like true. Got cheese powder on it. <laughs> I feel like we okay, need to ask a cop. We need to ask a we cop. We should ask a cop. Kelly, can you do a poll about this steakout food? A poll? What steak would out. your about favorite steakout, steakout yeah. food be? Just ask a question. What all would your, your cop steakout? friends, Kelly. All your cop friends. <laughs> all those cop friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> Greg's the one with all the cop friends. Oh, really? You, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. You have to, half you of have them to ask are ex drug dealers and half of them are cops. <laughs> Even my ex wife's a cop. Really? Yes. I guess that would that would make sense, I guess. <laughs> drug dealers and cops. You gotta have the polar opposites. Yeah, yeah exactly. Both sides of the coin. <laughs> Both sides of the coin, yeah. Greg oh knows the ball. Well, we do speaking of drug dealers, we do encounter a wonderful drug dealer. By the name of I forget what his name is. What is his name? Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie Beans. Eddie Beans. <laughs> Eddie Beans. But he before is... we before we look yes. at Eddie, they're in the car, they're chatting, and there's this sort of shoehorned in oh, plot God. point conversation. I we could just skip this, but yes, I apologize, okay. but it does come up later. No, um, it's okay. It's important. And just quickly, Booth is bugging Brennan to go visit her mother's grave. And then Brennan's basically arguing, like, why? She's like a bag of bones. Why would I go there? It's stupid to talk to, like, a dead body. And he's like, it's just about you having closure and someone to talk to and having some kind of connection. And it keeps her memory alive. And then she she's being really funny because she leans over and she's, like, whispering. She's like, excuse me, Ruth, like, why would I, what do I talk to a bunch of bones about? Like, she's dead she doesn't care like she's like being a brat so she's funny. being such a brat like gets so close like taps him on the shoulder yes, yes. oh she's being a real camille <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness yeah you guys are gonna have to battle it out oh my god <laughs> I fi- but isn't I it like... isn't she being a little flirtatious with the tap there too? Like she oh needs, totally. She needs I feel her like there attention. is. I do feel. I feel that the sexual tension has definitely upped its game. I... He gets back at her a little bit in this scene though. Like she's being oh. annoying, being annoying, being annoying, oh. and then he's like explaining to her how he should. But like you said, that you should talk to the. You're not really talking to the headstone. You're just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. telling them that you remember them. She's like, well, but they can't hear you because they're dead. His response was hilarious. I know. My mouth moves, words come out, but none seem to get across the drawbridge to the princess. <laughs> I know who waits within. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. That was and a good she- line. Oh my yeah. god! And she doesn't get it. She's like, "What, no. what princess?" Like the they're rushing well, while, while they're running down the street. She, what princess? And she, and that that the uh, that gets the, the dealer and the druggie alerted, pre-alerted. Yes, right. Yeah. So the druggie the runs princess? away. The dealer he tackles by the throat. Mm. That was a good mm-hmm. takedown, by the way. Good. Wait, what, yes. what princess though? Is this from something? This is what no. I think that he's just calling her a princess. Yeah. Like a clueless oh, okay. princess a that lives in yeah. a tower well, or something. I thought it was know? funny, Mark. <laughs> guys, come, hey, is it a movie guys, reference? don't fight. Don't fight, guys. <laughs> is it a movie uh, reference, though? Is it a movie it reference? It could be. It's probably a fairy tale thing, guys. Come on. Like, for, like from the Shrek number one? <laughs> no, it's probably like a Rapunzel type there's thing. There's Fiona. Or... <laughs> there's Fiona, the princess. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Uh, anyway, they grab I, this dealer. They ask him like if they if he sold any drugs to this really super tall dude. They anyway, ask him politely. Well, sorry, like, I needed to pick up my microphone. No, there's a whole interaction. Obviously, they take him down, and the guy, the dealer, had sh- shoved all of his heroin and down his throat, and Booth grabbed him by the throat so he wouldn't swallow the drugs. And he's like, "I'm gonna take this out of your mouth, but if you bite me, like he was so mad, he's like, if you even bite me, I'm gonna shove all this crap down your throat.' And then he's just constantly. And then Booth grabs the heroin out of the guy's throat, and I'm just imagining how disgusting that was. Oh yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> we're watching it in in action. Booth is trying, like, threatening to throw it, put it in his throat if he doesn't tell him them, like, who the guy's name that he sold dope to that was six foot seven. Eventually, Eddie comes out with it and says the guy's name was Ray. Yeah, and they start to walk away, and Brennan says to Eddie, the drug dealer, she goes, "You know, there's fentanyl in your <laughs> heroin. You should really be careful with that." You you should really you should alert your, your customers. <laughs> yeah, but her her thoughts on drugs are are very uh, Amsterdam, right? Legalized, very unexpected, very unexpected we, for yes, yes, for her field. We thought she would be a Republican. I think she's, and she's still saying a Republican. That there should be like methadone clinics and like drug um like safe injection sites, safe yeah. injection sites. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this doesn't seem yeah. like a view that she would have, but okay. She's into harm reduction for sure. Welcome yeah. to season two. Exactly. <laughs> well, the other thing new, I wanted to season, mention. Brennan, sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention in this interaction, which really made me laugh, because this was from the uh, episode Man in the Wall, which happened to be a drug episode as well. Because Eddie, as Booth and Brennan are walking away from the drug dealer, Eddie, Eddie shouts out to Booth. Hey, where'd you get her? And then Booth turns back and says, museum. <laughs> Which he, they asked several times in the Man on the Wall episode. People kept asking, like, where did you get her? And he'd go, museum. He just kept answering, museum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought We're that was a it fun. Back to season one. Great callback. Great callback. It's back. amazing. Shout we out to out- Man on the Wall. Shout great out episode. to that. That was a great episode. Yeah. I... We do find out something extremely important at the very end of this scene when they're yes. walking away. Um, we find out that they have found Warren Lynch. Mm-hmm. Sounds promising, not so promising. When we get into the next scene and we find him in the hospital, uh, we find out he was thrown from a car and he's still alive, but he's he's not going to wake up, according to the doctor. The doctor had no time she's like uh yeah, oh, yeah go ahead talk to him all you want he's not gonna wake up like she's just like very <laughs> yeah. yeah go she ahead knew she wasn't talking to the family oh yeah also, also this is like apparently the richest man in washington or something no why in the he... united states why is One he of in the, this little the two richest room? man he's in like a public hospital yeah. also i'm pretty sure there's a, for someone who's on life support i'm pretty sure there's a couple things missing from his room <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> he basically just has a breathing tube it's like uh no isn't there the monitor behind isn't there's the a monitor, monitor the breathing tube and literally that's it like i don't even think the iv the iv is uh, is there all i'd have to do is like turn connected. the switch off and he's gone yeah oh yeah trip over he the plug the room and that guy's gone 
I hope I hope no one needs to charge their iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) So I just gotta unplug this for a second. Uh, I'm at one (laughs) percent. Mark is taking away my iPhone, my iPod case or earpod case. Oh no! With it and it's annoying. I don't want to. True, I I slammed it shut accidentally. Don't. It was a good call. Don't fight. No, it it was a good call. So we're back at the lab after we find out that Warren Lynch is severely brain damaged and he has a tiny little curtained off. I guess it doesn't matter how rich you are. Like, just throw him in the corner, right? If he's going to die anyway, right? Yeah. If he's a vegetable, you know, hey. Don't waste His your money. His wife mu- probably doesn't care either. She's probably like, mm. ah, he, whatever the minimum no. spend is, she's cashing that, that money. <laughs> cashing that check. So we go back to the lab where Zach has nagged Angela to show him with the Angelator how the crash victim broke his arm and they're figuring with the sort of scenario that they've mocked up that uh, it seems that there would have been two people trying to put a dead man's jacket on this guy or the trying to put a jacket on the dead man's body so which is something that it seems like booth is actually the one that kind of figures that out oh did he walk in on that too yeah because yeah, he's yeah he's in the room okay and it like they kind of they're like oh yeah 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 i just thought that mm-hmm. was interesting and like, then he says like, do it again do it again and they yeah play do it, do all it again. Over again yeah because the yeah. shoulder comes out and then the elbow comes out yeah it's mm-hmm. fascinating but oh, it had same. snapping but- sounds when did when did it have <sighs> did it have snapping sounds like when since angela does the angelator have noises yeah, it doesn't usually. We're at exact like like Greg said, season two. <laughs> we so find out something they... else pretty interesting, though. Yeah, what happens, Kelly? I think that Angela and Zach also found some footage from the highway. Is that correct? Yeah, on the car. Because basically, oh, Angela's like right. rich guys keep their cars shiny, so they found. In the reflection on the car, they were able to see that the, um, what was his name? Tuco. Rick Turco. Yes, that one. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> that he was driving the car directly beside him. So they were saying that uh, that Warren Lynch was being followed by this guy. Um, mm. Good thing he kept his car shiny. That's why I keep my car as dirty as possible. Mine is I don't filthy. Want, I don't want to give away people around me. Mine is filthy. That's not why. I just don't have time. <laughs> so Angela and Zach tell Booth that they're worried they might get fired for doing these experiments by doing this Angelator experiment Ugh. for finding the shiny car situation, you know, and they're trying to get Booth. They're saying to Booth, like, oh, you know, can you put in a good word with your old honey bun? Because they're and oh, Booth God. is not having it. He's so mad that they're gossiping about who he's slept with. Yeah. And he's just like, man, you guys suck. And he just leaves. But this well, is but the scene. Well, sorry, go on. He says, like, stop stop telling Bones who you think I've slept with. Yeah. And Angela's like, oh, think. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, think? Like, I yes. know. And he's and just also, like, he's like, oh, and walks away. Yeah, because Angela is awful. And, like, how does she even know? First, because she touched his arm. Ah. Ugh, she's making assumptions. Exactly. She can smell just, it. 
She can smell it. <laughs> These two people have had Maria. <laughs> All right. Oh so here, God. the next scene is where I think Mark has the biggest problem with Cam. I know Greg did. Okay. What happens? Booth meets up with Cam in a room. I think it's like the autopsy room. Yeah. Which she's kind of like, her role is kind of like, she is the head, but she also is a coroner. Yes. So, like a, what is that called? Um, pathologist. Medical examiner? Oh, pathologist, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So they, they met up, and Cam's impressed that they figured out that two people forced the corpse into a jacket. Yes. He shares that he thinks that it was Rick Turco that participated in that, that it was Warren Lynch and Rick, Rick Turco that, that did this to this attic that they found dead. Um, really the most important takeaway from this scene though, mm-hmm. is Cam asking Booth or Booth, sorry, asking Cam why she took the job. Are you watching the they... show as you're talking? No, I'm not actually oh, okay. I paused it. <laughs> But I'm just, I don't know. It's kind of a weird, there's a couple things going on here. We have Cam implying that Booth, that or Booth implying that Cam took the job because she's still in love with him, basically. Mm. And that she wanted to come work with him. Mm. Which yeah, and she she's says saying nothing. no. Yeah, she's saying no. <laughs> she's like, no. no. Like, nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Simmer your ego. She laughed then, at him. Oh, yeah. But then there's also like, and, and that's when she, like Greg was saying earlier, she took it for the better. That's when she says, like, I took it for the better equipment. Like, I don't have to smell the smell of a rotting corpse anymore because we have a drain and we have the this, under, um, under table vacuum system. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You could sell that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, why don't toilets have that? They should. Why is the fan above your head? <laughs> You're onto something. What the fuck? Are you a they didn't figure person? that out yet. I feel like you could sell this too. Go create it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So there's like that, but then the the biggest thing is at the end. Her- well, here's what happens. She all this shit happens between them. But then yes. Booth says, "I need Brennan this afternoon. We're going to go do something having to do with her mother's case." Cam is aware that Brennan dedicated her book to him, and yes. he's mad at her. He turns to her and he goes, "This is a legitimate case." Like he's trying to put the kibosh on all this stuff because people are chit chatting and gossiping, and he's just like over it. Yeah. And then this is the interesting thing. Cam this wants is the part. To- yeah, Cam wants to know why Brennan hasn't confronted her yet. Because she got the job and Brennan didn't. Yeah. And then Cam makes the mistake of saying she thinks that Brennan is intimidated by Cam, by her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is where Booth thinks it's funny. He says, he tur- he looks at her and he, he thinks it's really funny. And this is what he says. I wrote down what he said. He said... Bones doesn't intimidate. You see how she stares at human remains and then makes a decision. You are human remains. And she hasn't made a decision yet. And I was like, That's cold. Oh. That was a good line. Oh, yeah. That was a really good line. But what's interesting is Cam wants to win her over. 
Of course she does. Like, of course she does. How do I help yeah. her make the right decision? See, like, this is why I love Cam because she said that. Because right after yes. that happened, she was a little bit taken aback by Booth saying that. She was like, oh, okay, boundary, the interesting boundary here. And then she says, what can I do? Like, she's like, that's a yeah. good manager. I'm sorry, but a good manager says, how can I make this situation better? Exactly. What can I do about this? So, yeah. Mark, I think you and I have a problem. Yes. She just assumes that she's intimidated by her and she's smirking as she says i'm intimidating her aren't i yes how full of yourself are you well but brennan is full of herself too booth put her in place though yeah but brennan gets away with it because you know the character right yes brennan is the most intelligent person in the room like she's by far a genius so you have to not socially though well, she's better than no, she she's used to be. No, she's socially I think they're both great characters. And Brittany just wants everyone to have a, a good time. <laughs> it's because her codependency is showing. I understand. So anyway, what's, what did you think of that, Greg? Think of what? I don't know. What's your opinion of Camille? What's your opinion of Cam? Um, I think it, I think it's great that she sticks up for her employees, like the new employees. She's, she's, uh, she's taking charge. She's being a great boss. So like, you know, better than any of the bosses I've ever worked for, um, (laughs) you know, that she's supporting her staff, which is Mm -hmm. awesome, which is, you never, you'd never see that. Right. And I think uh, she did get the hint from um, she did get the hint from Booth, right? To do that, yeah. Right? Just make sure that you show, right? What what was his what was his words? Yeah, he was exactly. saying, "Go for the truth. Take yeah. care of her people. Take care of your people. Go for the truth." Yeah, and then that's how you win her over. Just make sure yeah. that her people, exact Hodgins and other in Europe, mm-hmm. and then she'll get behind you. Yeah, it's great. We'll see if she does that. We shall see. She is kind of already. Zach I think so. And Hodgepodge. I Angela think so. doesn't have a nickname though. <clears throat> she oh. wants to, yeah, she wants to endear herself to everyone immediately. Yeah. Mm. But it's nice to see that she's supporting her staff in front because you see that yeah. with everybody's eyes looking at each other. And that's good. That's good directing with uh, what he yeah. does to see. To see to to show all that on screen mm-hmm. to build oh, that character sure. to build to strengthen her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode I found it a little bit boring, but the directing, like for sure, this Listen, the filming and all that stuff was good. I'm gonna say it now: the case is nothing. This case is nothing. It's all about Cam. The whole episode is purely a a, a conduit to sort of introduce this character to see how she interacts, and this case is like. Who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like crazy, but we have to keep going uh, because we, we have do. another moment where Booth and Brennan go to the prison to talk to this dude who killed McVicker. What happens? This is so creepy. It's wild. This, this guy assumes that Booth and Brennan would be so upset that McVicker is dead. Um, and Brennan makes it clear he's not his, like, he's not my friend. Um, this is the guy who killed my mother. 
and then the guy realizes like okay i can tell you things um and you should take this murder as a second message for max and like get the hint that's cool that's cool that i never said i never told you my dad's name yeah exactly i never told you my father's name is max and yes we kind of realize in this moment that it appears max had a hit put out on mcvicker which is is reach max is reach in a prison if you know anything about gangsters if you have a reach in a prison that's you know that's that's big oh yeah that's that's strength it gives a hint into a we find i guess that gives us a little bit more information on max mm-hmm. i just this was a bit alarming to mm. me yeah um and a sure sign to me that brennan needs to stop <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure this lights a fire under even more unfortunately oh, yeah. They do end up back in the SUV after and they're driving along and Booth is kind of like listen like if he did kill your kill McVicker based on your father giving him the instruction to do so well he took down the guy who murdered your mom. Mm -hmm. So isn't that a good thing? Like she's saying her father is this evil guy. Yeah, but he's saying, well, maybe he is a good person. Like he did all these things. He buried your mother in a nice pair of shoes in the cemetery, left her with the dolphin belt belt buckle that would remind her of you because mm-hmm. you love dolphins. Had all these examples where he's not necessarily a bad guy. He just right. does bad things. We contain multitudes, and also Booth <laughs> it was a sniper and is now an FBI agent. So exactly. people can be more than one thing. People can change. So it's very important because people the next, can be both. Yes. People can be both uh, murderers and investigators. Anyway, just like you can be a drug dealer and a cop. So there we go. <laughs> the next scene is an important musical scene. Tell me, uh, we've got a cat power song playing in the background while Brennan is looking over her family's crime file. So she's got like all the papers spread out and all the paraphernalia. And she's like, looking at photographs and reminiscing and the songs playing in the background. Are you a cat power person? I'm not, but the song is nice. The pictures are cute. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany does love cats though. I do love cats. Oh, well, I've I've heard this person's name a lot. And I think it's a very, 90s maybe early 2000s thing that i am not it's not in on my radar cat power it's just not on my radar so yeah i feel like i don't recognize the name but maybe well maybe actually no she sings like i'll be seeing you stay oh yeah no listen very famous like don't get me wrong which is interesting because that costs money. I'm sorry, but the show's obviously spending some money here because they've got like licensing and stuff on songs. So I yeah. just I notice these things, you know. We're watching oh, a sure. show right now called Paper Girls on Prime, which okay. is really fun. It's like a time travel-y, sci-fi, coming of age type of show. I think we put it on our list. 
It's Keep really great. The song, the soundtrack is shockingly expensive. But like you have people executive producing like Brad Pitt and stuff. So you're like going to have a very nice soundtrack, you know, like. Oh, yeah. So. They can afford the extra details. This is an interesting scene, though, where they yes. kind of combine a couple things because she's looking at these old photos. She picks up the, the belt buckle. She's turning it over. Then we realize there's like a, a cut scene to Warren Lynch in the hospital and he's wearing this gold ring on his finger. Mm-hmm. And she has an epiphany. Yes. That this gold ring was his own dolphin. That he would never have given up the gold ring. Yeah, he'll get rid of all of his other jewelry, no problemo. Yeah. But if he was mugged, how could mm-hmm. he have kept the ring? So she's realizing the one championship second, ring. <laughs> the championship ring. Warren Lynch was in on in on this and he was calling the shots. Yeah, so she runs over to Booth's office. This is another scenario where could she not have called him or texted him? I'm not sure. 100%. How far? <laughs> we still need to figure out where how is far the FBI? These places where are. is the Jeffersonian? Please tell me. Please advise. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, they. she says Warren was in on it because he gave all of his jewelry to this six foot seven Ray drug uh, addict. Yeah. Who was killed and put in the or died of an OD and he was put into the car. All the jewelry on this guy, but not his NCAA ring. Exactly. Oh boy, oh boy. So now Booth knows who else is in on it. Rick Turco. Yes. Gotta get him into the FBI interrogation room. And now we have some close talking coming up. Yeah. Rick Turco is obviously saying, like, he's, Booth is explaining what he thinks happened. Rick Turco is describing it back to him. Okay, so we wanted to short Lynchman's stock. I conspired to make him disappear for a few days. Then we found this junkie. We dressed him in Warren's clothes. We planted him in front of this train. Wait, did I murder the junkie? Like, he's really Mm, just playing it cool. Oh, playing it cool. Booth is like, oh, like, are you confessing? Basically, they're getting nowhere mm. until Brennan comes in and is like, yo, Booth, get out here. We got to talk one centimeter away from each other's faces for like <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's such close talking. It's awful. This is the only time I've ever seen Brennan encourage Booth to lie. Yeah, she tells Booth to try lying to Turco about Lynch waking up and talking, like waking up from a coma and talking. And Brennan's really upset that Turco is going to get away with this. And then Booth says, it happens sometimes. He calls it the little brown smelly part of the job. So gross. Which is the shitty part. He should have just said the shitty part. It sounds better than the little brown smelly part. That's true. I never thought think of that he definitely should have said that they probably did, could did not they probably couldn't pay for the swear words and then brennan says, wasn't allowed yeah and then brennan says something absolutely terrible to boot what does she say she brings oh. up she brings up booth's gambling uh, yes. addiction and says come on you know isn't there this part of you that wants to like 
bet on something. It had something the to do with part of him. you with a big gambling problem must love this idea. And he's like, mm, yep, that's it. That's the reason you didn't get Cam's job. And then they go into the interrogation. Oh, room. yes. Oh, my God. When she said that, I was like, you nasty. Oh, nasty yeah. Woman. Yeah, really. I think that she said it, though, because she knows Booth well enough that maybe she wanted to rile him up. That's Completely so inappropriate. So manipulative. Super manipulative. Ugh. Not appropriate at all and terrible. It doesn't fit no. her character. Yeah, no. it doesn't. It was a weird line. I thought it was out of character. It's similar to where they were in the car doing the stakeout. I thought that was a weird conversation, like out of yeah. nowhere that they had. Based um, on the interactions they were having to that point, because it wasn't Kelly. that. What? Remember when I told when, when they were reciting the the prayer in the car or he knew something about the yes the, the serenity prayer, prayer. And i was like in yeah. season six we find out about his gambling problem <laughs> <laughs> and then it was mentioned like the next episode season now, one yeah, yeah like no oh boy mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. six mm-hmm. season six we find out anyway her her plan works yeah they go in they tag team him at first, it's not working. He says, oh, this isn't fair. Two against one. And then she really hammers down because it doesn't seem like Booth is going to go for it. Um, She says he's about to leave. And she says, Mr. Lynch said it was difficult getting his jacket onto the corpse. Yeah. And then Booth then steps in and helps describe. And then this guy ends up sitting down. And spills the tea. Yeah. Yes, Greg. Yes. But, like, cops are not allowed to lie and make stuff up. I don't think so. Come on. They do it all the time. But others are. Like, she is. She can. If she's part of that. She's not in law enforcement. She didn't take the oath. Right? So he can't, he shouldn't be, or can't do that legitimately as, as, as a job description. But yeah. she couldn't. She can. She leads. She leads in with the with the lie, and he just reinforces it. Yes, yeah. I didn't think about that, but that would probably be why he was uncomfortable with it. One Interesting. So yeah, Turco takes the bait, basically confesses in his own special way. Because the next scene, we have the AUSA, who's a real hard nosed <clears throat> woman, piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> She's meeting with the team at the Jeffersonian in the mezzanine again, and she's pissed. She blames the Jeffersonian team for bad forensics, that they're not going to get like a a open and shut kind of conviction. It's going to be a little bit more uh, muddled, and he's going to get a plea deal and all this stuff, which isn't what she wanted. Yeah. And then Cam tears a strip off the AUSA for being oh, yeah. a C in next Tuesday and calling out the team in public instead of in private. Exactly what Booth told her to do to win Brennan over. Yes. yes. And you can see by Brendan's Brennan's reaction and her smile yeah. and everybody and the whole team is like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And That's Brennan's like, Cam. Brennan's like, well, I get why she got the job. <laughs> yeah, she does. I say love that. that. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. But isn't she really just covering her own butt? Uh, right? Let's save it for the end of the episode, okay, Mark? <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought yeah. it was funny that there's one point where they're saying, like, we're going to put our, like, Cam's like, do all these things. We're going to, we can put my people on the stand as expert witnesses. Yes. And that's a sure thing. You'll win the case. And in unison, Brennan, Angela, and Hodgins are like, not Zach. But why? Because Brennan's the one who's bad in court. I was thinking that like Brennan is the one who, although she does it a lot. Zach's fine. Zach's 12. Zach's 12. (laughs) Also, he would never be called because he's an assistant anyway. Yeah. In turn. Exactly. But Brennan shouldn't be called either because she, we so have that's a whole episode the, about how she's terrible. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then that's the end of the whole case part. And then we go yes. to the next part. Let's get through this quickly. Sure. We end up go. at the gravesite. Mm-hmm. Brennan actually takes Booth's advice and tries to talk to her mom. Mm-hmm. She actually gets pretty emotional. Booth is not standing nearly far enough away, Mark pointed out. He's definitely within earshot and she's kind of looking for a sign basically, but then notices at the base of the headstone um, that there's this like little dolphin, uh, almost like a charm. Mm -hmm. Um, And she gets her gloves out and, and puts it in a bag and shows it to Booth and Booth ends up taking it out of the bag using his bare hands yeah and is saying some things aren't evidence this isn't that this isn't that kind of evidence yeah exactly evidence of something else that can't be tainted it's evidence of your father's love for your mother very strong words oh yeah really good loved it have to say i usually love booth's casual friday looks but I absolutely hate his jeans. I hate the color of his jacket so hard. I hate that brown leather Yeah, this outfit jacket. was not doing it for him. And With the green shirt. He looks yeah, that jacket so is brutal. awful. But it's very early 2000s. Like, I have to admit, like, it's super, like, indicative of, like, it's like American Idol. Uh, what was that guy's name? Like, a, a Daughtry kind of look. You know? Oh, like, yeah. It looks, it's very... The thing is, I also noticed that Booth looks super skinny. Like, it looks like he yes. caught weight. Yes, it does. And I was going to look up to see what other, if he did another role in between seasons or was in a movie or I'm did something. It up while we chat. Yeah, you do that because I was curious, like, why he would cut so much weight. I mean, he man, looks he's very skinny. Definitely in sit down shape there. Definitely. And but the Brennan... jacket looks like a size too small as well. Yeah. Yeah. When this sleeves. would have been like 2006, 2007. This is definitely 06. It aired in 06, but I guess you're right. It could have been. The Hard Easy. He did a couple movies. Okay. What does he look like? Two in the separate Hardy's teams age? of jewel thieves. No, he looks like pretty bulky. In that, I feel like this is pretty short lived because he's pretty buff most of the time. It's because he didn't have any good uh, 
stakeout snacks there with him. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe he was only eating celery. This is him in the hard easy. Wow, you picked up that shirtless that picture of him real quick. <laughs> Honey, that, you type in the hard the easy, right? you hit is that images. The on her phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's saved it, on there. It, that's Could from her spank that? bank. It's already been there. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's just the background. Oh my god. Especially look look at his highlights. He's got like blonde tips. He's in a movie called <laughs> Suffering Man's Charity. And he looks Jesus. pretty thin in that. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he just looks weird. And I'm going to have nightmares. He's in oh, a bra. What? Oh. He doesn't, he doesn't look thin in this movie. I don't know. He's I pretty tight. He's still a skinny guy. Look at his abs. Yeah. I feel like those are less workout abs and more oh come on you have to work for those i'm sorry abs. you gotta work for those even the little ones you gotta work for them i'm telling you that's fair it's brutal okay <laughs> that's the end of the episode let's talk <clears throat> i know you guys want to uh, mark has uh the type of job where he has to get up really early so i'm gonna yes. go to mark first mark tell me your cam issues i don't like her <laughs> why all right uh she says to i believe it's angela at one point she does stick up for her but she says at the end of it um angela angela goes to her oh thanks for sticking up for me and having my back and cam turns to her and goes i would have just as easily thrown you to the wolves <laughs> if somebody told me that at work like there would be a big issue you yeah know but what? you guys like, like tell each other to f off at work this is not that kind of job yeah also that's like... the truth in a corporate situation greg knows this he's worked for the same company for a long time and they would throw him to the wolves in a heartbeat yeah after almost 30 years he's been with this company and he would be thrown into the trash no problem you know what i mean like there's but no... is somebody gonna tell you that to your face no so she no. says she's being or honest and uh, maybe this is just her face but she's <laughs> always got this smirk yes. yes the whole episode like such a smart ass yeah a little bit i love it i love it i forgot that she used to have long hair i forgot that she had uh -huh. a thing with uh, Celia at one point. I forgot about all these things. Listen, I love Cam. I know where you're coming from, Mark, and I understand. She is an assertive woman. She's yes. very like straightforward. She says it like it is. And but she's not straightforward though. Work situations. You don't think so? Men don't she like that. Men don't like women like this because they're very strong. And for like, I think she's straightforward. How isn't she? Like, so, so, um, she could she not have sent out an email saying, like, oh, I'm taking the position of uh, Goodman, just a heads up, like, why is know, that her is what's job? Happened. Because it actually is her job, no, yeah. I feel like there should have been some communication because she comes, Brennan. yeah, Brennan who comes says back that, who says they didn't 
She didn't do that, though, because Angela Hodgins and Zach are fine with it. Yeah. True, but... And she was in North Carolina. She wasn't in Darfur. She was with her brother in North Carolina. That's right. Even more reason, though, that she probably would have been checking email. So maybe she didn't send anything. Maybe you're onto something. Well, this is she rubs me the wrong way. All right, right. We'll see if she rubs you the right way in other episodes. Ew. Ooh, la la, oh, rub me the right way, Greg. What do I you regretted you, it as soon as Greg I said likes it. Cam. Greg is very he loves a strong personality. Yeah, but I love Cam? strong personalities. Yes, I love strong personalities, and she it strikes me as that one that yes, uh, I don't have a problem with her saying that to Angela. Uh, yeah, I would throw you under the bus if you fuck Angela's up. Angela's an idiot. So yeah, yeah Angela's an idiot already. Angela I've known that from season idiot. one and every every <laughs> show I've seen. This this one, I was like, why is she even here? What is she? What is? <laughs> what is her job? What is her job? She has the angulator. Oh my god. Anyway, it's not about it, this. Is Cam's? This is Cam's time. And it's Cam's uh, episode, baby. It's Cam's episode. Yeah, they're doing everything uh to introduce this new character to us i i enjoy the smirk face i like it yeah it gives me that little sassy i i like it because it gives me that little like that this one is going to be a this one's a contender she'll put up a fight but she'll also uh i think she's got a great sense of humor with bullshit yeah she's very different from Goodman, that's for sure. So that's yeah. going to be very, it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. Yes. Just a quick question. Mm. Where's David? Oh, <laughs> I literally. Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. So to let's fill in Mark and Greg. Where is where's it? David? <laughs> where's Where'd David? Where'd I put a hashtag? Where's, where's David? <laughs> So David is Brennan's boyfriend. Apparently. I don't know if he's going to come back. They're at the gravesite. She's got the flowers. I said, hashtag, where's David? Yeah. That seems like something that you might want to bring your boyfriend. For. It was very weird, right? Like it was very like shoehorned in this whole like gravesite yeah. thing. It was like, oh yeah, remember last last scene in the last episode, her mother died, so we better put that in there somewhere. So like, yeah. they, it's like they just like threw this in because they were so u- uber focused on like getting Cam introduced, getting Cam in the mix, getting Cam, Cam, Cam. And I'm like, but they did I've... mention it in the. They did mention it when they were when they were stalking like stalking sorry but they were when they were in the car waiting for the drug deal to happen i know yeah. but it was talking a about weird it, it was weird to bring That's it true. up then it was weird to bring it up it then. was just a weird like they're like let's talk about something that we won't argue about oh have you visited your dead mom recently <laughs> it's like maybe try a different topic like what are you watching on tv i don't yeah. have tv okay no, i broke my what TV. music are you listening to do you like hot-blooded the song still <laughs> Where's David? <laughs> How's David's it going? probably when... still at the airport in Darfur, <laughs> Darfur waiting for him to show up. He's like, oh, I got all those vaccinations. For I got all those vaccinations for nothing. <laughs> and he's like, you have a brother? <laughs> oh. Wait, are you still in love with Celie? <laughs> no. Start. Start. Oh, sorry. 
but right. um she's got a uh, back to back to the new character yeah she's Cam. got a problem with uh with brennan uh writing the book inscription to Celie. yes that's, she did that cuts her deep mm. but that also shows that she read the book or at least yes. she saw it at one point because she wouldn't know that unless she at least like picked up a copy of it correct so i just had this notion in my head wouldn't it be funny to go to a bookstore and start signing books like you are the author like as a prank oh yeah just like oh hey sign (laughs) copies let's just do something worth it like uh you know kite some checks there (laughs) (laughs) that would be great (laughs) oh my god well on that note how do we feel any other uh i guess we're just glad the episode's over i'm happy to be introduced to cam yes r.i.p goodman r.i.p wong fu's i know i love the royal diner though that's going to be a staple for the rest of the series so that's pretty cool Mm. also wong fu's was a little bit dark and dingy this is like open Mm. windows lots of opportunity for us to like see through like have scenes like film through the window different perspectives i don't care wong fu's is is awesome but i think it'll be good will live on an infamy i think I it's wong the fu's. same set though really i think wong fu's and the no Royal this is the, the same, same set, set from man in the morgue they're using the same restaurant from man in the morgue they just redressed it yes. as a royal diner you're correct i was so, confused i know it's okay honey that's why i'm here it's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> on that note mark I don't know. I think we should find a restaurant exactly like Wong Fu's somewhere in Toronto. Let's do it. We have to find one. Go for a double date. Yes. Isn't uh, isn't isn't that one on Dundas and Spadina? Not House of Gourmet. House of Gourmet with those big round tables. Now that's a that is a very no. It's not like Wong Fu's. Wong Fu's was dark and red. It had all the red plush uh, booths and had like the red decorations. It was dark. Sounds like the underground. A nice long bar. <laughs> it was like an old school Chinese restaurant, like the one in Seinfeld. You know that they used to go to yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that, but kind of darker and like classic Chinese restaurant, American Chinese. Yeah. But the one on House of Gourmet, we should go anyway because it's phenomenal. <laughs> We'd have to convince Brittany to eat some weird shit. Blah. Oh, <laughs> <God>. why? <laughs> I'm She's scared of things. That scared don't, of things. Don't fall into my things that I specifically order at each restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't get you me would started. Be, <laughs> you would be in good hands with us. Trust me. Oh, my God. I'd be eating like beef tongue and stuff no we just Chicken have hearts. really good dumplings and wontons and really Chicken good like, i can handle that fried chicken no. with like chilies and stuff it's really yummy okay. suckling pig and uh and barbecue mm. duck yes i used to i used to go there uh when at the short time i spent at ontario college of art I used to I run over that. there and get the special get the special lunch special are you artistic Yes. I didn't know that about you. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So that's where Luke got his talent. You were saying that Luke mm-hmm. was a talented drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Allie is too. Allie is yeah, too. Yeah, Allie too. 
They really? both, I encourage both of them. Uh, yeah, I, I basically uh, turned our, if we had to spend the weekend in Toronto, the dining room would become into an art studio. I'd just cover it with a paint thing and, and just get them to paint anything from their hands to their feet to paint brushes. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. When Allie, awesome. before, when Allie left, uh, when I left to England, what was, uh, what was the name of the? Bob Ross. Bob Ross. We we did Bob Ross painting. We did a paint night with Bob Ross. Night. So we picked a YouTube episode of Bob Ross and we all the four of us painted a landscape together. It was really a nice way to spend Are you artistic? Me? Yeah. I don't is, think yes. I am. I don't think I am. Damn. I'm learning so much about you two. Shall we yes. say goodnight to Mark? And good night, Mark goodbye to our listeners thank you so much for listening to season two episode one of squidcast do you want to sing it too boys All right, All guys. Right. Have a great night. Thank you very much good for night. the invitation. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a good night. We'll right. talk to you soon. Ciao. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night. Thanks for listening to Squintcast with me, Kelly Booth, and my and your new friend, Brittany Elsner. The Bones theme is performed by The Crystal Method. They can be found on Instagram and YouTube at The Crystal Method and at thecrystalmethod.com. Intro and outro music is by Twisterium at Pixabay. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Squintcast. Email us at squintcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at fab underscore empire underscore on Instagram and TikTok. Brittany can be found at Brittany81523 on Instagram. See you next time. <laughs>